Hello and welcome back to the brand new episode of Gin and Barrett, the podcast. I'm your host, Kevin O'Connor-Jones, Double Barrel Bitch. And joining me today is three lovely ladies, Ellie, Emily and Sinead. And I have just realised this is a sibling rivalry podcast today. <laughs> I was going to say that before. I was like, oh my God, siblings. It's, it's very unintentional. Sarah Dillon was also meant to join us, but she was having technical difficulties. So she bowed out, but it also gives us that opportunity to be with her siblings. So, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, Okay, so I just want to do a little kind of announcement type thing. Um, we took a week off last week, um, as unfortunately, um, me and Sinead's adorable granny Lizzie passed away um, on Thursday the 10th of August. Um, so I just want to give her a little shout out in memorarium, if that's the word, uh, a little toast uh, to granny Lizzie. To granny Lizzie. Granny Lizzie. To granny I'll just shake so, the ice. <laughs> so we are back this week after having a much-needed break from the podcast last week. Uh, and we are going to try and make this as, as lively and enjoyable as fun as possible. But it may take us a while to get into it. So if you feel like the podcast isn't as fun or happy as it should be, then please bear with us. But we are going to use this as a distraction while well, I am anyway. Um... So I'm trying to plug my laptop in because it's going to battery going to go out. But we're going to use this podcast as a, a way of moving through grief, and that's what Granny would want us to be happy, no yeah. tears, and and just have a laugh because it's Friday night, and Granny was always just just drinking on a Friday, so that's what we're going <laughs> to. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Um, I'm I'm going to ask the question, Sinead. How was your week? I know how your week was. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to answer. <laughs> I'm like shit. Yeah, very <laughs> one of the one of the worst weeks ever. Um, yeah. yeah. So that pretty much sums it up. Was back to work today for the or yesterday for the first day. So just catching up and stuff. So break me in two days. You know. Hmm. Um. And Ellie and Emily, how have your weeks been? Really uneventful, to be fair, really boring. Um, just like, not really been doing much, just been working and trying to decorate the house a bit more so it feels, it's starting to come together now, thank God, so just trying to decorate and just, yeah, just, just been getting on with things. I feel really boring this week, nothing's really happened, I've not really done anything too um, eventful. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and Ellie, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, it's been all right. Pretty much the same. Um, just been working. Um, I did go on a foraging and gin day last week um, at this gin place. Um, I don't even know where it was. Preston. Um, so that was quite a good day. Um, the foraging walk was a bit of a 
right off because it was spitting when we turned up and then we started walking away from the car and we think we were about an hour and a half away from the car with this forager guy and it absolutely started pissing down like not even like heavy rain it was like someone was just throwing buckets over us and this forager guy had like all the proper gear on because he must just live outdoors and like it was quite funny actually because he was just going around eating everything and i said to him i said you must never be hungry and he, I was, I was being dead serious. I was like, you must never be hungry because you can find food everywhere because that's what you do. And he kind of like looked at me a bit weirdly. Like, I, I think he was like thinking I was taking the piss, but I wasn't. I was just being really genuine. I was like, no. But anyway, I just left him to it. So then we, but annoyingly me and, because the annoying thing was the day before it was dead sunny. So me and Aaron were like, we'll just take our waterproofs and our walking boots, but we won't take like spare pair of pants or nothing. And we were just drenched through, even though we had a waterproof on. So we had to sit all day in wet clothes. And then the day before, because we were like, we wanted to have like a big long day, we booked a meal after the foraging day. And then Oppenheimer at nine o'clock. So we got back to ours at six o'clock. We had to be at the restaurant at seven. So we ended up just saying, right, should we sack the restaurant off? But we still had to go and see Oppenheimer at nine, which was good. But it was just, we were so knackered because we were in the cinema from nine till just uh, half 12. So that was crazy. And there was a woman who was sitting next to us who was absolutely smashed. She was (laughs) so drunk. By the end of it, she was asleep. And I don't know whether she was on a date or she was with her husband, but she was like proper dressed up. She had this really tight black dress on with no back. Um, and then these big massive heels and she kept going in and out the cinema buying like glasses of wine and I felt like saying to her at one point you know you should just buy a bottle of like that's probably so expensive and then the worst part at the end of the film she was asleep on the fella and she still had a glass and a half of wine left and I felt like I was so bad I was like oh my god you've just wasted so much money but she was probably using his money anyway so true she, she sounds like she was wearing a lovely outfit, but I could never imagine going to the cinema dressed like that. Yeah, she was really dressed up and she looked really nice, but I don't know whether she was expecting to go out after it or she'd been out. But I was like, why have you come to see a three-hour film? And then also she was it, because she was sat next to Aaron. She was, Aaron was saying that she was fake snoring because she was going so far like, oh, this is so boring. Like, why are we here? But she went talking quietly. She was, like, proper shouting. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was like, you know, we're in a cinema. <laughs> no wonder she went and got the wine then. Like, obviously, she didn't look no. that with the that her husband or whoever she was with wanted to see. And she's like, yeah, through this, I'm going to need wine. I know. And you could tell she was dead drunk. What? Oh, sorry, going ahead. You say, sorry, you could tell she was dead drunk because as she was walking past, she was going, shh. Uh-huh. you know like when you do when you're dead drunk to everyone she was going like this to us all and i was like like hushing sorry no one can see us when they listen to it but yeah she was hushing and i was like oh my god this woman's smashed i was gonna say because like yeah. i'm the type of person who if i go to the cinema i will i don't want to get up and go to the toilet even so yeah. the, the fact that she left so many times to get wine or whatever she was doing shows that she didn't want to be there yeah she did not want to be there so, you know, that, that's actually made me really tired listening to what you've done last week. I know. I was shattered. That was only one day as well. And literally it took me until probably now to even recover. And we've not even drank. I can see why. 
Oh, okay. So we're going to go straight into some news and popular culture now. I will admit this week I haven't been as switched on or with it or brain capacity wise. So um, I've just kind of looked at headlines and we can kind of discuss from the headlines because um, you know couldn't be hard reading articles and research and so apologies out there um, so yeah the first thing I have which Shania brought this to my attention during last week I think it was about the blind you know the film The Blind Side mm-hmm. yep. um, oh the one with Sandra Bullock yeah so she won uh, yeah. a Best Actress Oscar for her portrayal of was it Leanne Tui, the, the Tui yeah. family? Yeah. Um, not the holiday company, but the American family. <laughs> and um, I can't remember what state they're from, but the film's based on a, a, a true air quotes story. Um, and it's about a guy called Michael Orr, is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and he was kind of taken in by the Tui family. I, I think he was under the impression well in the film they adopt him and they look after him they make him part of his family because he comes from like an impoverished background where you know he's neglected and he's from a poor background and then they bring him into to their household they have a son and a daughter they bring him in make him part of the family and in the film he gets adopted um, to be officially part of their family um, but it's come to fruition that apparently that he actually wasn't adopted, what he signed in real life. This is the, the film was all happy, you know, happy end, and he's part of the family, blah, blah, blah. But it's come out recently in fruition that what he signed when he was 18 wasn't adoption papers. He's not actually part of the family. It's a conservatorship. Um, so they use this conservatorship to extort him, I think, for the NFL, because he actually went on to play for the NFL. Um, and obviously the money that he would have made from the film as well. Now they have control of it. So he's looking to get out of the conservatorship. And people are also asking that Sandra Bullock give back her Best Actress Oscar because of it. So what do you think? Well, yeah, the conservatorship, like that whole thing is an absolute piece of balls because, you know, if he had been actually adopted once he turned 18... He would have been able to handle his own finances, but under the mm-hmm. conservatorship, even though he had capacity to handle his own finances, he wasn't able to. So it came out that he received no money from that film, um, but the Tui family did, and like even the the two children from the Tuis, even though they weren't you know big massive parts of the film, received mm-hmm. money from it, and he didn't get anything. Um, but I think it's a bit ridiculous to ask Sandra Bullock to give back. Her Oscar, she. Yeah. I'm assuming she wouldn't have known what had actually happened. She was just blown yeah. by the script that was given to her. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a bit ridiculous. And I think the actor that played Michael Orr in the film um, came out to say, basically, leave her alone. Like, how was she mm-hmm. supposed to know what was happening? Like, her receiving an Oscar for that film has no mm-hmm. bearing on what actually happened in real life. Yeah. Because nobody was aware of it. Yeah. Oh, I agree with you. Like, yeah. And I love that film. Like, I, I watch it every so often. It's a great, great film. I love Sandra Bullock, who we'll get on to in our later topic. But um, I love, like, oh, I haven't seen all her films, but I've seen probably most of them. And I just love a Sandra Bullock film. And this isn't this isn't going to impact me watching that film. It's not me thinking, oh, my God, I can never watch that film again. I don't think she should give back her Oscar. She done a wonderful job. 
So leave Sandra alone. Um, but hopefully, <laughs> yeah. you know, Michael, the real Michael Orr, gets out of his conservatorship. It's so weird. Like, do we have these in the UK and Ireland? Like, because they're so American and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I think we do We do have them in the UK. Um, but they're like with local councils and it's usually like they don't have... As far as I'm aware, it's not as like full control as it is in America. Like in America, it sounds like that person's a prisoner. Like mm-hmm. they can't do anything themselves. Like, you know, with Britney and that... I don't think in the UK it's... I think there's certain levels in the UK, like, someone can just, you know, pay the person's bills and have access to the bank account to if the person doesn't have the capacity to pay the bills. I think it's stuff like that. Whereas in the America, it sounds like... I don't know, like, the pe- poor person can't even, like, leave the house. I know. Yeah. Like, so everything in the UK, Sorry, sorry <laughs> I was just going to say, in the, in the UK, like, the equivalent is a deputy ship. So it's like it's it's for somebody that lacks mental capacity. So like, you know, maybe if somebody has like a brain injury or something, so they might need support like managing their property mm-hmm. or their finances and you know, like saying um some supported living services, you know, where people might have um ill health or um intellectual disabilities or autism so that you know somebody might be assigned to help manage help manage their finances because they don't have capacity to decide you know, they want to buy, like, a sofa, you know, with £5,000, you know, that type of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. But mm-hmm. did, I can't remember from the film, did, did Michael Orr have, like, mental, what's the word, like, difficulties? No. So I'm wondering and, how they passed that. And he doesn't in real life. Yeah, so I'm wondering how they, they well, suppose he signed it, didn't they? He, they propositioned yeah. these are adoption papers. So, But surely that, that he can prove now, then it's hard to prove that you didn't know what you were signing. Well, they would have been underage. Um, no, that's true. I don't know what's happening, but I'm still going to watch the film mm-hmm. and just... She can I'll have be honest, I've never even seen the film. Oh, it's been no, a good one No, you need to go watch the film. I don't even know film. where it's, it's about, bad. you know? <laughs> It's <laughs> well, apart from it's all that basically, yeah. Yeah, no, it's like um he turns into like this. He's got like a talent for like American football. Is that what you call it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and like they are like a big sporting family anyway. So like he gets like a university or a college scholarship or whatever it is. But it's just a really heartwarming film because like they take him in and make them part of their family. But go watch it if anyone's not seen The Blind Side. It's a fabulous film. I will I've watch seen it. on like John like t- sorry John like TikTok when like you're just scrolling and it gives you like part one part two, and you just end up yeah. like watching a whole film as well. I've seen like <laughs> half of it through that, but I haven't like I need to like go and actually watch the whole film. So I've seen like bits and pieces. Love it. And Sandra Bullock sits being a blonde. Yeah, she does. She's very versatile. She's extremely versatile. <laughs> um. Okay. So the next story that I have is just a quick little headline. Not much to say on it, but um, broadcasting legend Michael Parkinson died yesterday at the age of 88. Oh, so, yeah, apparently, he died peacefully at home, apparently, with a short, short oh. um illness. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh. What's that phrase? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, big age, idiot. It's a big, big age. Um, mm. 
And yeah, mm-hmm. I do remember watching the Michael Parkinson show sometimes. It depends on what guests he had on. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I have to say. R.I.P. Michael Parkinson. Yeah. Um, Th- this is completely off topic, but I was just looking because I had screenshot like a few things about news articles. And one of the uh-huh. advertisements in the screenshot is about star signs. And it was obviously my phone listening to me listening to you guys on your podcast this morning. Morning. Talking about star signs. The government's listening. What reveals your sign? (laughs) Oh my God, I have a... I'm just going to tell this story as well because it kind of relates to a previous thing. Remember we were talking about aliens a few weeks ago? Um, I was listening to a podcast yesterday and... It was all based on, you know, that American guy that came out in U.S. Congress and he said aliens are real and all this. So shortly, timeline-wise, I don't know when this happened in the world, but it wasn't that long ago because I have links to TikTok videos and stuff from this podcast. And it's in Las Vegas in America, of course. It always is America in the middle of a desert. And there's these cops in a police car, and they have body cams on, so this is how it recorded. So they see this massive green flash of light, and it's like, oh my god, what was that? And then the dispatch team get a call, like, from the town, like, not that far away from the police car, saying, oh, there's been, like, a crash. Um, And there's this family, I think they were Mexican, but they moved to Nevada. Um, So this family, dead religious seen this crash in their garden so they were the ones to ring the police and they said which when i listened to this i got shivered um there was like about eight kind of human kind of looking beings but they were nine feet tall in their back garden and they were just like there was like a forklift in their garden because they're doing construction work and they were like these nine foot people were just like going between the like forklift looking at the family um, so creepy. And then the family obviously rang the police. Um, there's ring doorbell footage of this apparently as well. Um, and when the f- police arrived, the things disappeared. But this family, because they were so religious, the, the first thing they thought that it was that they were demons. So they started to pray oh on the ground, like in a, a circle. Like, And when they said when they went down to pray they could hear like footsteps on their roof and then um they could hear like whispering all around them like not as if the people were in their head and their vision went blurry so it's like what the maybe they were about to be taken or like that's the fourth kind isn't it the fourth kind yeah. is like abduction mm-hmm. so, uh, fascinating. so i want to do like a, a podcast in the future about aliens and conspiracy theories and all that there but yeah you know yeah, uh, there was something I watched on Netflix it was like a, a documentary now this was like a couple of years ago I can't remember the name but I must have a look for it because it was good and it was um, all these people um, I feel like Tiernan watched it there was like um, I'd say maybe five or six people and they all experienced something really similar but none of them knew each other and none of them lived nearby and stuff and it was all to do with like, ali- like you know aliens or whatever but mm-hmm. it was one of those things that was like, how could it not be true? It was all so specific mm-hmm. for people that didn't actually know each other, but they all experienced yeah. something really similar. And I can't remember now what it was, but it was really freaky. Yeah, oh, see, it's yeah. Yeah, it I don't know whether I'm scared or I'm just like ready, like take me. Like I wonder, like you know, if they look like humans, like 
like what would they look like are they good looking like they're nine feet you're like oh hello well apparently the the person talking about this story the, he said they were like low you know like the typical kind of what you have on your head of aliens the big eyes the round kind yeah. of head the long limbs that's what they kind of look like so they were human-esque but they weren't like overly human either mm. interesting so it just it makes you think like I, I do believe there's something out there just can't be like us oh there's no way it's us no. if like, this I, is what it is like this is pathetic then what's the oh like what what is the point I don't know oh. I don't know anyways that was just a wee side story there so <laughs> thanks <Fair. Shania. laughs> Um, okay, and like they'll kind of oh no, not last. The next maybe it is the last. I'm all over. Sorry, apologies. The next one is Britney Spears getting a divorce from her husband Sam. Sorry. Yeah. Now they met in I think it was 2016 when they were filming her Slumber Party music video. He was like a dancer in it, and that's how they got talking and dating and blah blah blah. So I think they've been together six slash seven years, but they only got married last year. I think that was because she came out of her conservatorship, so she was allowed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and they apparently they split up three weeks ago, and he's citing what's that word? He's citing irreconcilable, irreconcilable differences. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. As the reason. Um. However, he still wants financial support from Brittany when they get a divorce, even though. He's blocking her receiving any financial support from him, which I don't think she's going to need it, honey. No, apparently she's worth like 60 million. Oh, you believe it? Like she's getting royalties and all them songs. Um, but thankfully she did get a prenup. Um, oh, God. So like, yeah. she should be protected a wee bit, I think. I seen was it um, whenever Brittany announced her engagement I can't remember what celebrity was but it was a woman commented under her post and was like oh, make yeah. him sign a prenup too was that I was going to say Octavia, Octavia Spencer. Spencer was it I, I was thinking it was her um, and I'm just like <laughs> yeah, I'm just just <laughs> there must be a delay <laughs> I just said Octavia Spencer you're like I want to say Octavia Spencer. <laughs> no, but I said that before you said that because there's a delay. All right, okay, yeah, you're right then. Um, I was her, so she put it on Instagram like, "Get a prenup." <laughs> yeah, but then it's just sad because you're like, did he literally just marry her to try and get like money from her? Oh uh, well, I read a news article and it said, um, following media speculation, um. He is now challenging the prenuptial agreement and threatening to exploit Brittany with the release of personal information if she doesn't give in to his demands. So, of course, he was using it for money. I know oh, he well, is beautiful looking, but that just makes him more of a con. Oh my God, what a bastard. Yeah. As if that woman horrible. hasn't been through enough. I know, like, leave Brittany alone. It's so true. <laughs> It is literally leave Britney alone. I was always a bit wary of that relationship, to be honest. Like, I generally wanted it to find... I do, and I still do want it to find happiness because the poor woman's been through so much. But um, I was always a bit like, mm, with when I seen him, I just thought he was like, 
taken it like an opportunity and it sounds like he has but hopefully he get, doesn't get a single penny hopefully but then it depends what the what was in the agreement of the prenup because you yeah. can still you can get prenups but you can tweak the agreement so she might have said you might not be able to get 50 but you can get like 25 or something yeah do you or know maybe, who filed for it or was it him or it? Well, it must be him, wasn't it Oh, he does. No, he fights for divorce, apparently. But there's been that many reports coming out that what's the reason for him filing? So, like, the overall picture is there were irreconcilable, whatever that word is, differences. Yeah. Irreconcilable differences. I sound like I'm a dunce when I come onto this podcast. I can speak and I I got very good English. I got very good English. I got very good English GCSE and A-level qualifications and you know I just come on here and sound like I can't speak because every week I struggle with words but um, yeah there's loads of stuff that's come out that's the overall basis but then if you look on like TikTok and Instagram there are and even newspaper articles there's he's filed for divorce because Brittany cheated on him with his housemaid like a meal housemaid there's one about the gardener so it's like he's she's cheated and then because people don't believe him he's she keeps changing the story of what she's done to him but he spoke out about it Brittany hasn't the the last thing she posted on instagram was her on a horse on the beach and she's like i'm gonna buy a horse then she didn't give a fuck (laughs) (laughs) i just think i just think what is the point in a prenup if you can try and get something more, because I'm just like, no, if you signed that, you ain't getting a penny more out but of me. it does depend because she, I would say she's a nice person. So she would have probably tweaked that prenup and said, you're not getting anything that I, you've made. So you can, there's different circumstances. You can get a prenup where it says, you're not getting anything of mine before I was married to you. So after marriage, anything, any money that I, we bring in as a couple, we can 50-50 that. Prenup's more to protect your own assets and money before you get married. So, you know, anything that you've made before that, you get to keep as your own. So it depends, really, in the last year if she's made much money or not. Or but I mean, even if she... But to me, even if she made more money when she was married to him, he has nothing to do like with her music career. No, I know, but that's the danger of getting married. Uh, but I just like no. I'm like, if you want to marry me, you're going to sign that document that says you do not get a penny from me, like a penny, because I don't want well, your she money. Did make so him you ain't get mine. You know. No, I know, but she did make him sign something. It just depends what's in it. Brittany, release your prenup. I want to see it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sponging off her. It's so trampy. Oh, it really is. It really, really is. But they just go you... in, you know, money. Like, oh my god, it just it just fucks me off so mad. Like, if you're out there getting married in the future, we must do like a wedding podcast episode as well. Um, if you are, which yours is mine and mine's is my own. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Um, <laughs> Um, the next story is the last one I have is just a headline kind of again didn't read too much into this Uh, Kevin Spacey has been cleared of all allegations and criminal charges of his sexual assault cases Um, and let me just see I I took a screenshot on my phone so he was largely shunned 
in Hollywood. He was quickly erased from Ridley Scott's All the Money in the World film, which was released in December 2017. Um, Christopher Plummer reshot the scenes. Don't know who that is. Um, and he was axed from his Golden Globe winning role as scheming politician Frank Underwood in the Netflix series House of Cards. Um, last year, um, his and his production companies were ordered to pay $31 million for losses incurred due to his sackings um, following explosive allegations of sexual misconduct against crew members. But separate criminal charges in LA and Massachusetts had been dropped in 2018 and 2019, respectively. And then in 2022, Spacey was found not liable in a civil trial in New York. So he, ha- he has been cleared of all of these allegations, which begs the question, can he come back for all this or is his name now tainted? <clears throat> for me personally, his name will be tainted. I always find him a bit creepy anyway. And then yeah. those allegations came out and I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, have you ever have you ever seen American Beauty yeah no, never seen it. such I a am. creepy film such a creepy film it's like him <laughs> fancying his teenage daughter's friend mm, but isn't that just mm. of what was that like a 90s film yeah wasn't that just stereotypical Hollywood in the 90s where you've got an old man and a, a young blonde baby woman I know, but I mean that can that can filter over into his real life too. Like, oh no, no, it doesn't make many, it right. Obviously, how many stories have come out now about <laughs> sexual all assaults and whatever? Uh, but the sexual assaults were all men. And what? Um, they say like they thankfully they weren't women, but it doesn't make it any better, does it? But, well, it wouldn't be saying thankfully they're not women. It's not any no, better but, that he's touching up, trying to touch up a man. No, no that's what I mean. That's why I've corrected myself. <laughs> Um, yeah it's, I, I don't really I ha- haven't really seen much of his work to be honest I didn't watch House of Cards I can't remember a film that he's ever been in oh no was he in that film Sinead we used to watch all the time when we were younger about the wee boy getting stabbed in school was that bring it forward bring it forward has anyone pay ever seen forward, that pay it forward pay it forward oh no. pay it forward oh I know which one you mean no that's the guy from Bon Jovi isn't it are you sure that's not the guy, Kevin Smith? He looks very similar. Um, Pay forward or something. Yeah, but the wee guy that's in the Sixth Sense, he, I don't know his name. Is that not Kevin Spacey who's the teacher? I think it is Kevin Spacey. It is Kevin Spacey. Yeah, it's Kevin Spacey. I don't have a clue what film he's talking about. It is. It was Kevin oh, Spacey and Helen Hunt. Oh, why? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's your kind of only thing Jovi, I know him in. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't know who. <laughs> the guy who put the lead singer but, from Bon Jovi. No. <laughs> oh, right. I must watch it. <laughs> it's like a flag. <laughs> <laughs> There's such a delay, guys. Um, that's Granny Lizzie paying a prank on us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're having, some, we're having more technical difficulties that we, we've ever had before. So, apologies. We're getting interference from the afterlife. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, but that's the kind of only thing I know him from. And I wouldn't be going to watch his films really anyway. On the, you know, so, no. I don't know. Can he come back from this all? I don't know. Well, I'm sure he probably can. I if Chris like... Brown can come back from beating up Rihanna, why not? Oh, but she's a silly crowd for forgiving him. 
But I mean, the public forgives. Because <laughs> Rihanna forgives him. If she had a vendetta against him, the public would not forgive him. Nah, uh, he would have been back regardless. <laughs> so I said this to LJ in February because she won't mind me saying this. She went to see Chris Brown in January or February of last year. And I was like, LJ, sure, he's going to beat up Rihanna. And she was like, I'm going to, but she forgive him. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> LJ, do you want to come on next week and defend yourself, babes? <laughs> I think she might need to. <laughs> oh, 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 I love it, love it, love it. Um, and nobody can get mad at me because I just think my granny just died. So there you go. I can get away with murder forever. Um, okay, that is. Have you got any news stories or anything? This isn't like a proper news story, but I just thought it was funny. And it's um, entitled Trump Objects to Orange Photo. So it's uh, Donald Trump has criticized Fox News for using unflattering photographs of him, uh, taking particular offense at an image of him looking orange and with his chin pulled back. I'm like, Donald, you're probably not listening, but I mean, you are orange. Yeah, but he's always orange and every fucking photograph of him is unflattering. I know. Honestly, that's what I, I was thinking. Like, I've never seen one picture of that man that's like good. Like, and listen, I know he's mentors, and I know like money like means a lot to people. But like, you could not pay me enough money in this world to even like give him a hug. Like, I don't understand how he gets these women. Like, it baffles me. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck how minted you are. <laughs> oh my god, he makes me feel ill. He's so ugly. Melania, <laughs> so ugly. No, uh, there's a picture and I'll never forget it of him. It's like I would fire his makeup artist if I was him because his makeup artist does not go the ears or the neck or anything. It's like yeah. and his hair blew up one time and you could see like they hadn't done up to his like hairline. And I was like, oh, honey, you oh want to sit there and complain about how orange you look will fucking, you know, blend, match your other skin tones because that's how you get clocked. Oh, yeah, main street man come on get us together you want to wear makeup you want to you're scared to wear makeup because you don't want to be feminine but then it's like you go out looking like that no wonder men don't want to wear makeup oh no i literally always think about that picture that you just said as where this is <laughs> it's so funny you're gonna have to put that on your story when you um, release the podcast Oh, remind me right i'm gonna write it down what have we talked about so far <laughs> it's just that one where he's in the wind and it's such shit like that and then he tries <laughs> to say he doesn't wear like a, a toupee or a wig i'm like mm, you uh-huh. sure hair blowing picture okay it's honestly the way people are lying when there's like video pro like or picture proof like it makes me giggle so hardly like, there's, like, there's evidence and you're still gonna try and lie to everyone and be like that's not a thing <laughs> Right. Has anyone else got any other news stories? No. Nope. No. Been really out today with the news this week. So we're going to move on to our next segment, um, which is all about what's ragging the absolute shit out of us this week. So I'm going to start off, and then you guys can discuss what's ragging the shit out of you. And then we can go to the question boxes. So the first thing I'm going to talk about that's ragging the absolute shit out of me this week is death. Why? <laughs> Why? Uh, the next one then is too many cooks in the kitchen. Literal and figuratively. Um, I have a story that I want to go into in detail about this, but I will save it for a future topic, which we're going to do in a few weeks. 
um, about too many people in an area when you're trying to do things something. <laughs> so that's just a little teaser for an upcoming episode. <laughs> but yeah, it's annoying when you're you're trying to do something and there's too many people in your way and it's like piss off. Yep. Let me just do it. Uh, the next thing I have is when people eat something greasy and then they touch like a laptop or remote oh. control oh or even God. door handle. It's I like, completely agree with you on this one. Wash your effing hands, please. I hate it. I fucking detest it. It's disgusting. Disgusting. That sentence is, that's made me want to peel my skin off just like bit by bit. Like I feel sick. Like it's minging. Like it's it's better like you eat a piece of pizza or crisps or chips or whatever it is, go fucking wash your hands. So what do you think about that? <laughs> I agree, but you know when you just said disgusting, do you know it's the 10 year anniversary of that video? And she was like, No way. Does nobody know how to flush the toilet after taking a shit? Oh, about 10 years. Disgusting. (laughs) I can't believe that's been 10 years. No way. Yeah. We're old. Um, I have other things that are annoying the shit of me this week. Um, but I'm going to save them for future episodes because like, I don't want to make this too long. Um, but the last one I will finish on is people who just talk about themselves constantly. Uh, read, the, read the room. You know, you're not the focus of every conversation. There are other people there. So, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree with all of those, does I? Yeah. It's fair. It's just, I'm, I'm very relatable. <laughs> Today I'm, you are. <laughs> I'm very, yes, well, most stationary. <laughs> I'm extremely relatable. Um, okay, so we'll do alphabetical. Ellie, what is Rag and the Absolute Shit of you this week? Um, well, I've got two. I actually couldn't think of any before, but now I've got one, two. The first one is Spazers. Oh, my God. <laughs> they are everywhere at the moment. Why have they just like appeared all of a sudden? I am pissed off. I I see at least like two or three easily in a night. Not every night, but in a night. Like as we were recording this podcast and Kevin, you were telling your story about your aliens. I seen running across my fucking makeup bag, my pink makeup bag, a fucking spider. And I was like, because I've got like three makeup bags in the corner, I thought I'm not leaving it. So I pick, like you were telling the story and I was trying not to like cause too much of a fuss on the camera. So I picked the makeup bag up, like put it over to the size and I was trying to find it and I found it inside the makeup bag and then it like ran out and was on the carpet. So I just stood on it and I've like managed to like rub it away with tissue. But that peep and then last not last night the night before i was going to going like leaving the living room to go up the stairs to bed and i had like pj pants on and sliders and i seen something just like knock me leg i didn't feel it but it was dark and it earlier that day i'd I'd, like clean my brush in that area so i thought oh was it like a little like finger hair i put the light on no it was fucking ginormous it was huge and it was like near enough the same color of the carpet and I was oh. trying to stand on it, and it was running up and down the stairs. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was screaming for Aaron. And he was taking his sweet ass time, and I was like, "I'm not <laughs> losing this. I literally have to pick it up if I have to." And I'm terrified of them, so we we hoovered it up, thank God. But I don't know. They're just like 
everywhere. It's not even inside the house. It's outside as well, which pee me off. Really stressed me out. Yeah. I think it's coming into the season now where they start to come in now, slowly but surely, because we're coming into the autumn, really, aren't we? So, um, yeah. Good yeah. Well, apparently, um, so you should paranoid. get peppermint spray. Peppermint spray? Yeah, if you get, like, you can make your own, just, like, brew a tea bag, peppermint tea, and you can just get peppermint and spray it on your, like, door handles. Oh, not your door handles, your door frames and your skirting boards, and apparently that keeps them away. Oh, I'm going to have to do that. It makes me feel, like, so, like, dirty as well and horrible when I see them. It's like, oh. Yeah. Emily is just gone. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> happens every week usually you just come back instantly but her wi-fi must be yeah up. maybe but yeah no i hate i hate having the door i hate having well, i like it with the windows because it's really hot at the moment but when the windows are open i'm like are they coming in like i'm so oh, paranoid and it's always at night when you want to go to bed as well but you see them and you're like for fuck's sake yeah you can't sleep yeah especially if you lose them i literally rip my house to shreds to make sure i don't lose it <laughs> love it what's your other one then oh yeah my other one is um people who talk in the cinema but i've already talked about that with the woman <laughs> but people who talk while you're trying to watch the movie and they don't oh, even no. like whisper they, it's when they they talk dead loud like that woman did i was like are you fucking kidding me like and the film's a loud film i don't know if anyone's mm-hmm. seen it but it's a loud film so and i could still fucking hear it i was like oh my god at one point i felt like such a karen i was like do you know we're in the cinema <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and she got up she got up and went to go and get a drink i was oh, like I thought you said you saw that did you actually say that no yeah i said it oh my yeah. god, i thought you just said you thought that but oh my god that's amazing i know I uh, yeah <laughs> oh god lover oh god <laughs> emily brb <laughs> 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 and I thought I was going to be the one with the internet problems because it's like really windy and wet here. Who is Emily's network network provider? I actually don't know. You know, I think right. it might be EA. Mm, don't quote me on that. Their slogan: "Fucking best signal in the fucking country" or whatever it is. New yeah. ad where they're shaving on a fucking mountain. Obviously, doesn't work. I hate EA with passion. I absolutely hate them. Next thing. You- so he is. So is and I don't. I always shit talk them, and he's like, "They're the best internet provider ever." I, my, I've had no issues on my phone, and I was like, "Nah." I was with them once upon a time, and I had issues with them. Never again. <laughs> Never. Never. Right, Shanine. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> oh is Emily back? <laughs> Hello. Hello. I literally don't know what happened. My internet just decided to like just like have a breakdown on me and it just like stopped. But like I could still hear Kate watching the telly on the fire stick, so I was like, I don't know what's going on. You're like, can get off the fire stick. I tell him to stop using the internet. This is the problem. (laughs) (laughs) I pay £27 a month with EA for this good internet, so it better fucking start working for me. I would call them and say, what the fuck is going on? We were just shit talking to you, then. I was like, panicking so much. I was like, oh my god, everyone's going to be talking and I'm not going to be able to get back in. <laughs> Sponsor us, EE. We love you, really. <laughs> we'll talk good about you if you pay us. Yeah, of course. Claim the penny money and we'll talk good, you know. But you need to fix Emily's internet before we let you on. I know. Um, right then, Emily, you're back. 
So welcome back in the absolute shittity this week. And I haven't got much this week except I feel like the only thing I've got is the weather, which obviously I haven't done myself any favours by moving to Scotland. Love Scotland. If you want Scotland. <laughs> this is not fashion. Love you, Scotland. Um, I just can't cope with the weather. Like, like whenever, so me and Kate haven't really um, done anything together in like a few days or a week or whatever. So the other day, I can't even remember what day it was because all my days are just merging into one now. We were like, oh my God, like the weather looks so nice today. Let's like, let's go on like a little date. Let's go food and stuff, whatever, whatever. I've got like, it's been ages getting all dressed up. It's dead nice to just like have a day off together, put some makeup on and stuff. Literally about two minutes out of being out the house. From then to the minute we got home at like 11 o'clock at night, it just absolutely pissed down. And every single time we're like, oh, we're just going to stay in the house and like, not do anything it is cracking the flags it is the sunniest day you've ever seen the second any of us decides to do anything else house it absolutely pisses it down and it goes freezing cold life so i get ready for nothing because huh? so by the time i've done my hair and my makeup and all that and i step out the house it all just gets ruined oh that's the worst <laughs> thing like sorry Fuck. i'm pouring a drink if you can hear me you're right don't worry do you know what though what i will say is when i went to visit emily and scott in glasgow we were waiting outside a restaurant and it absolutely started peeing down i can't believe how cold it was like so during the day i went out with just like the drop me dress on oh bye again <laughs> i went out with just me dress on and i didn't take a coat with me because it was really hot and everyone took a coat and i was like why are you taking a coat and they're like well you know, when it, the weather turns later, you'll be sorry. We were stood outside the restaurant. I was shivering. It was like it gone to December all of a sudden, like December, January. It was like a winter's day. Yeah, and that was from the rain. Yeah, I was like, how are you living here? I'm sorry. Like, like they would have worse weather than Northern Ireland. Oh, I they're further up. Yeah. So much further up. Um, yeah. Oh, hopefully it improves. But uh, when she comes back, she needs to tell Kate to get off the fire stick. Yeah. Oh, there she is. <laughs> Emily, tell Kate to get off the fire stick. <laughs> this is not. I'm going to sit. Come with me. I'm going to sit next to the Wi Fi box. I'm <laughs> 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 for this now. Oh, God. Right. I'm going to sit. Right next to the Wi-Fi box because I'm sick of this now. Oh, just Do, you have a... Do you have a poster on your wall saying "Fuck the Tories"? I know it's George's room. <laughs> Little disclaimer right there: if you're, Tory and listening... <laughs> if you're Tory and listening, if you're Tory and listening, we appreciate every listen. <laughs> but we endorse the message. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right Um, i said it till i'll get cancelled fine i don't care about being cancelled fucking come and cancel me i don't care honestly oh cancel would give you a wee break wouldn't it (laughs) from life it really really would um okay so do you have anything else emily is pissing you off no that's it i think that. I've had a really uneventful week to be fair, but oh my god, what I did forget to say when we first got on, and you were like, Oh, what have you done in the week? And I was like, Just not really. I finally went to see Barbie. Oh, good. What do you think of it? 
like two days ago oh my god I loved it so much I thought it was so good like I was I was going into thinking Joe you know what it's probably a bit overhyped it might not be that good no it was so good it was so funny it was like emotional it was oh my god I loved it it was so good yeah it was really really good I'd go see it again any day yeah it was Knuff <laughs> Knuff <laughs> no I'm saying it wrong what is that Knuff Knuff it is Knuff I say Knuff it's Knuff Knuff there we go are you Knuff there we go um, bam, Rajneed, what's wrecking the absolute shitty of you this week? Um, so two things. So one, just following off what Ellie said about spiders and stuff, flies. So ever since the wake, because like loads of doors mm-hmm. and windows were open, there are so many flies in this house. That's what drives me insane to the point where I have those wee things you know, that dangle from the roof and then the flies stick to it. And they're like, I have them in three rooms mm-hmm. now. So like we've got the kitchen, the scullery and the wash house. And um, they're just like covered in flies, but there's still loads of flies flying about. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, God, the worst, it. The worst of it is that with wakes, because your doors and windows are open, but it's because of all like the buns and sandwiches and scones that are being brought. Yeah. So there's a constant thing of food. So it's like, that's yeah. why there's even more flies. So it's just, it's going to take away while you get rid of them. No, I know, but like we don't have that amount of food now anymore. Like we give it all away and stuff. So, but it's just so many flies, and like the things look disgusting because there's loads of flies stuck to them. But there's still more. <laughs> so I mean, you need to like join your friends, stick on. Yeah, maybe um, change them a little bit though because they might be like, um, it might be a fly deterrent now because the flies know mm. that there's loads of bodies there. I know, but I'm like, go respect your mate, see what's happening, and then you can't get mm. away. So, so then flies um, are stupid, so maybe they'll mm. slander anyway. Well, they've only been up like a day or two, so I'm like, you know, I, I don't want to waste them. Anyway, so that's mm. one thing. Um, the second thing, so this isn't something just from this week, but just something that genuinely irritates me, is lateness. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, say we've agreed to meet at, like, three o'clock. Mm-hmm. and or you're lifting me at three o'clock and then you're not there at three o'clock and you come at like 20 past three mm-hmm. i'm just like why are we not on time we agreed this time what's the issue like if there is a problem message me and mm-hmm. say oh shit i've got held up but don't message me at the time we're supposed to meet mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I just i just don't like it i'm like no, i don't agree that time if you're not going to be ready like fair yeah. enough Things can happen, and that's different. But it's just if you haven't managed your time well enough. Yeah. I'm like, do better. I feel very attacked. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, we were recording this podcast, we said, I said 6.30 then, and then I didn't come on to 6.36 because I was yeah. having a bang and match with Nick. Happy but birthday, Nick, by the way. <laughs> um, I, know, I know it's very true. I know what you mean, and I do apologise for my six-minute yeah. lateness. <laughs> yes, because Kevin, as you say, my t- your time's valuable. So was mine. Why am I rushing to be ready for a certain time? And then I'm like, well, I didn't have to be ready for that time. I could have had an extra six minutes. Yeah, no, that's very true. It's very, very true. But I'm sure yeah. it's not just me you're talking about. <laughs> it's not. It's not just you I'm talking about. <laughs> I know, girls, fuck's sake. I'm nodding along thinking, that was like for me tonight. <laughs> yeah, Emily and Ellie were even later than Kevin. <laughs> I'm the way, I'm so bad for being late, like genuinely, unless it's like, unless it's like a job interview, I am the worst. I will start getting ready at like 11 o'clock in the afternoon to meet at like five. 
and by five I've like only just finished like oh my god I'm so bad how like what are you doing in between times getting distracted listening to music making food and then watching something while I'm having food and then watching seven episodes of it I'm so bad like I'm awful for it I I cannot condone that behavior I think I'm getting better though as I get older I used to be terrible when I was younger I used to be absolutely terrible yeah I think I'm getting worse I used to be really like Sinead on time and you know now I'm just like kind of late I'm not always late like I am it's only maybe five ten minutes but I still uphold that like my time is valuable don't waste my time but then I'm kind of like hypocritical sometimes when I'm late yeah. myself so yeah yeah but it's my life as your life but you're also <laughs> impacting on somebody else's life well they can just f off but you f off so you cannot complain about oh. people being late when you do it yourself i can complain because i don't I be late i know that's very true actually mm. oh to the <laughs> oh okay so um, I put out a question box to see what was ragging people's shit this week. And um, I'll just read out a few. Um, the first one says, paperless receipt. Uh, new look, do email only and no physical receipt. And they don't want spam. I know it's probably to like, you know, save the planet and all that stuff. But yeah, I don't want you knowing my 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 personal information. I've just bought a top. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I completely agree. Um the next one is uh when delivery when delivery companies air quotes lose your parcels, like where the fuck do they disappear to? Well, I can actually answer this question. Because Nick made me watch years ago a very boring documentary on Hermes, but they're not called every. As I always say, every chance you're not gonna get your fucking parcel. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> There is like a a thing, like a well-known thing when you work there, that parcels go missing, air quotes, um, where they keep a select number of parcels. Here's is where I'm going to get sued. They keep a select number of parcels and then there's like a, they send them to auction and then you can go and buy. It's kind of like a mystery box thing. You can go and buy these parcels. You pay an amount. You don't know what's in the parcels. So you could pay like a hundred pound for six every parcels, and there could be anything in them, like iPhones or whatever. You don't know. So that's what happens to your missing parcel. <laughs> and can I just add on to the back of what that person said about deliveries? I hate when they don't deliver to your house and they leave it to your neighbor's house. Yeah. And, and I'm like, but you can clearly see the number on my front door that this is where it should be. You have oh, left yeah. parcels here before. So stop yeah. leaving it at my neighbor's house. So you mean they don't even yeah. try to go to your house? They just go yeah. right to your neighbor? Uh, yeah, because they've left like that person's parcel and then left mine's along with it. Instead of just walking the extra couple of meters to my front door mm-hmm. to leave my parcel. Oh, oh fucking hell. That's so lazy. Yeah, very nice. Right, well, that's um, all we're going to talk about on Ragan the episode this week. Um, we're going to take a little break because I need to go to the toilet already. And the gin is going through me. Um, and we'll be right back to discuss um, celebrities. See you in a second. I'm drinking a, a blackberry and raspberry infused gin. And Kevin, is that too all right? 
Because Jermaine, you it's thought we drank one. one. It's a bramble one. Like, I think it's all right. Is it Bombay Sapphire? Yeah. Mm, they must have changed the recipe because we redrank that, me and you, in March 2020, just before lockdown happened. Um, and then we didn't like it. I guess so we bought it in that big Tesco, didn't it's we? Mm-hmm, in Belfast. Uh, uh, I, know, I know what you're talking about, but... Um, okay, no, like, then maybe it tastes okay, so it does, but then I do have it, like, in a big glass, like, with loads of ice and tonic, like. Uh, are you looking, Kevin? There's my glass. Oh, yes, yes, I love it. In comparison to my head. It looks so pretty. It's what? <laughs> Is that a candle? <laughs> it was a candle. Granny and you, like, whenever a candle was gone, they would take out the candle and use that glass. Like, that is recycling queen there. That is. Environmental friendly queens. Because, like, you know, in, like, home bargains, the wee candles you get in the glasses that go like that. You're like, yeah. Yeah. We we have loads of those, too. Wow. I'm definitely going to start doing that. I've never thought of doing that. And that makes, yeah. yeah. So just steep it in the sink and then pick the, the wee thing out. You pay for it, you might as well use it. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Um, right. um, I'm, very, I'm very excited to see who celebrities, like who you still like. Oh, shit. One sec, let me go and get my list. I've left my list downstairs. Oh, Three <laughs> people this now. That's why I went I downstairs. Oh, we'll yeah. see them tomorrow. Right? The Shania has taken it. Oh, by the way, guys, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I will edit some of this. <laughs> I like, edit that out, edit that out. <laughs> No, I'll edit some bits. I want to keep certain bits to just talk shit about him. But um, certain bits can go because I've just slagged some people off there. But um, um, what are we saying? Um, oh yeah, you're yeah, seeing so- him tomorrow. Shania's taking him sit shopping. I'm not taking him sit shopping. He's Shania's taking him off. I- I'm not taking I'm him sit shopping. shopping. He is he is fully capable of picking his own suit. I'm just going along. Oh, but that's what I mean. But you have final approval. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. If he likes whatever suit he likes, he'll get it. Oh, well, see, that's nice. <laughs> well, Kevin, okay, well, he's not going to have final approval over whatever dress I wear, so why would I get I final know, approval over his suit? Like, you're the star of the show. Like, I mean, the women are like, you know, but it is women are. If you're in a heterosexual couple and you go to a wedding, the woman puts so much more time and effort into an outfit than a man does, so they should be the star of the show. Well, yeah. we'll just see. Shane will be looking well in the suit. Oh, he will. He will. I can't wait to see pictures. Oh. That'll be so cute. That's so cute. Right. As I said, we're back. <laughs> and, um, this week we are going to talk about uh, if we do every <laughs> every week we do a topic, and today's topic because of what's happened past kind of week, we needed something really lighthearted, something that didn't you didn't need to real think about, um, like we have done for the past few episodes. So this week we're going to talk about celebrities, um, specifically celebrities we love, celebrities that piss us off for no reason, or maybe you do have a reason, um. And what celebrities are overrated. And if we've ever met anyone famous. Which I forgot to put in the briefing. So if you have met someone famous, start thinking now. <laughs> um, okay, so this topic will be fun, lighthearted, and shouldn't probably take that long either. 
famous last words. But so, what celebrities do you? We'll start off with something light. What celebrities do you love? Miley Cyrus. Okay, and is there is there a specific reason why you love her, or you just love her? I just think she'd be wild crack. And see how that's gonna. Yeah, like I'd love to go on the night out with her. Like I just think she'd be such fun. Maybe she, but I say she's calmed down since her we can't stop days. No, but I don't mean like I want somebody sniffing coke. Like I just think she would be a good crack. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did Miley do ever do crack or coke or whatever it was you said? I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just saying I don't need that. I just think she would be good fun. I'm sorry, Miley Shania didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying she don't coke. I'm just saying that's not what I want. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't say no to some night might pick me up. I don't know. <laughs> and just He's... before we move on, I'll just add on Queen Taylor Swift, lover. Mm. Even and Sarah mm. will would be ashamed of me if I didn't share that to her. Yeah, so. Sarah's not here to say that. I'm glad you did. And Ivana would kill me for slagging Taylor off. So yeah. Yeah. So I'm just leave say. it at that. She's a queen. We'll leave it at that. I mean, I did have her from overrated celebrity, but I don't necessarily don't like Taylor Swift. <laughs> No, you aren't allowed to say that. I, <laughs> I was about to say, is it going to fall out with me now when I, I tell you who my overrated is? I find her a bit, you know, I don't hate her. I don't Here, this like is her. the part where we love. This is the yes, what's okay, yes, yes. I'll come back. So, I'll come back. So keep her name out of your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I could love a good reference. Yeah, this is what this podcast is for to cheer everybody up, and I love it. Yeah. Um, any other celebrities you love, Shanine? Um, no, that was just the two that kind of came into my head. Okay, okay. If you think of any more, you can. It's quite tough to think because you know. I, when I was sitting down trying to think of who I love and who I hate, but, but it's quite hard to think of the people you love and hate because yeah. you might just scroll past them on Instagram and like their pictures or whatever, but unless you kind of have them written down or are obsessed with them, then you're not really going to remember who you like or hate. Like, there's loads um, of people that I hate or probably just don't remember. The, sorry, now that you're saying that, I just, when it came to Instagram, I loved Leslie Jordan and then obviously R.I.P. Um. Yeah, Celeste Jordan. He was good. Yeah, he was funny. yeah. It was really good. That's sad. I call well, it takes all the best up. They were still here. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Oh, oh, right. Um, Ellie or Emily, what celebrities do you love? I'm very much. <laughs> I'm just looking at Ellen and to be like, nah, I was like giving the nod. Um, I well, I was th- I was the same. I was sad before, and I was like, here's why I actually like Jane because I feel like I love so many people, but then I was also like, my mind just went completely blank. I'm definitely in the minute. I'm really back into my hosier era. I am. Oh my god, like I'm so I'm so in love with that man. It's ridiculous. Like I'd do anything for him. I just like <laughs> this sounds so creepy. I had a dream that I met him the other day. <laughs> Some, and Georgia walked in and woke me up in the middle of the dream and I've never been so heartbroken in all my life like it was just like the most perfect Aww. scenario but yeah I love him so much I'm going to see him in Glasgow in December just 
Is that why you moved to Glasgow? Because all this is honestly all the best people come and tour Scotland. I'm sick to death of living in Liverpool where no one ever goes like no one ever plays there, no one goes on tour there. Yeah, it's always been that chest for us though. But then obviously as soon as we leave Taylor Swift's in Anfield, so (laughs) Oh yeah, oh my god, (laughs) Jeff. I hopefully hear from my house. I won't need to go. (laughs) (laughs) If I open the windows. Um, Is there anyone else that you love, Emily? Are you just Jose all the way? Oh, Jose all the way. Mine are just more like, I don't know. I don't know if if this is going to be controversial or not. Mine, like, in, like, actors-wise, has always been, like, Johnny Depp and Helen Bonham Carter. But obviously I know Johnny Depp is quite, as in, obviously I know it's all quite controversial. Yeah. We'll do the in the hay fit because I can't fucking bear on the hairs, but we'll do that in the hay fit. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I'm just obsessed with all the movies, all the Tim Burton movies. Hate Tim. Oh my God, I'm just going into the hate, hate Tim Burton. We'll do that in a minute as well. <laughs> <laughs> Helen and Bottom Carter and Johnny Depp. Just like, like we watched Court Bride yesterday and it just made me so happy. Like all the films just make me so happy. Yeah. Like it's really like one of those when like you need something to like, make you smile or need something comfort it's their films always just yeah me. i'm just obsessed with both of them i love them so much just speaking on that like the reason why i wanted to do love celebrities is because it's much lighter and i think we have more hatred for celebrities than we do love so i wanted to just get that at this out of the way <laughs> <laughs> um ellie is there any who's celebrities that you absolutely love and why if you have a reason Oh my god, I can't even think, you know. I actually don't know. There is a lot of celebrities I do like. Um, probably speaking, you know, like Sinead was saying, Miley Cyrus would be a crack to go out with. Like, I think she would. But I also think someone like Jennifer Lawrence as well would be like yeah. a good thing. Because I, I do like her. And I like the way that she loves um, Housewives. Oh, yeah, and like yeah, Bravo, sure. I think like that's a crap. She'd be a good um, laugh, and maybe Adele. I know her music's are quite depressing, but she seems like she's quite like a bit of a, a laugh. Mm. Um, true. I don't know. I don't really. I don't know. I don't really have like particular celebrities or singers that I love. I just listen to any for me. Joey's YouTube. Joey's YouTube. I've recently like this week. I don't know. I don't know how I started, but this week I'm just so obsessed with the concert watching Tricks and Mattels. I I've literally just like spent like a whole day the other day just watching every single one of Tricks and Mattels YouTube videos. Oh, I love Tricks. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Do you know what? Actually, so I love Trixie Mattel and I love Britney Broski. I was watching a video with them too the other day, and do you know what? She's so funny. So she's not really a celebrity, but she is in a way. I like her. I think she is. Yeah, I love oh, yeah, 100%. it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Her like podcasts. And Ellie, did you see the video of Jennifer Lawrence eating the doing the hot wings thing? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? I always watch those celebrities eating those hot wings. They're so funny. Oh, that's the that best. So good. The best one is um, when it's just Alba, you know, when he's eating it and he's like, oh, fuck that. What the fuck that? <laughs> you know you've made it as a celebrity when you get on to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Paul Rudd as well. Oh, I like Paul Rudd. I don't mind him. Oh, yeah, he's good. He seems to be like uh, aging backwards. Oh, no. Ugh, he's probably a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's so gorgeous, though. And a perfect button, you know. Junk. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. No. Oh, I think it's lovely. I've got this door open, and Kate's just gonna hear me like rave and like have oh. all like fit all these nail celebrities. Love it, love it. Um, okay, for me, the celebrities that I love, and hopefully you'll agree with some of these, um, Celine Dion. She just looks like a right hit. Like I have seen her in concerts, and but like you know the interview she does, she's just dead wacky and out there, and like she doesn't give a fuck what anyone thinks about her, which is her, my type of people. Um. So yeah, she just seems like wild good crack. So I'd love to meet Celine. I'd love to go and lay out with her. Um, spoke about her before. Love Sandra Bullock. Could watch any film she's in, and I will plan eventually to watch every film she has been in, like The Net. Oh, I love that film. You know where she's like yeah. Angela Bennett, and she's like some. It's like the nineties where the computer is like fucking bricks, and it's like someone takes over her identity and her life, and you know it's crazy what they can do. And Miss Congeniality. Oh, you're one in a million. So oh. good. Oh, so good. I love, I love that film. Bop, bop, bop. Um, Bird Box, loved that film as well. Sinead actually refuses oh, to yeah. watch that film. <laughs> She's got this vendetta against this villain because, like, I don't know what it is. Everyone hyped it up way too much, and I was like, I don't want to watch it and be like, oh shit. It was like, oh, what do you call it? Fight Club. Yeah. True. Ocean's Eight, we watched that the other day. Sinead, fab film. Yeah, love it. Like it, yeah. Oh, so I love crap. Ocean's Eight. Yeah. Oh, she, she does have so many good films. So, love. Yes. Love to both. Um, spoke about her, Trixie Mattel. Love Trixie Mattel so, so much. Um, she's just so funny and she's speaking out quite a bit now on politics and stuff. And she's just very current and relatable in what she says. And she's so fucking funny. Um, I love Sarah Millican. Oh, yeah, Sarah Millican. Yeah. She's really funny. She, she's very relatable in her comedy as well, especially if you're a woman. But she's she's just really really funny and really really down to earth and nice. Um, I love Kylie Minogue. Padam, padam, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like even before before Padam Padam, she's just a gay icon. Love Kylie and she's concert tickets. I think are coming out later this year. Totes gonna try to get some. So if anyone wants to come see Kylie Minogue with me, I will travel anywhere in the world to see her. Someone wants to come with me. <laughs> Padam, padam. Um, okay, um, now this one's a bit out there, but I love her Enya. Uh, like, say the way, say the way, I love Enya. Her music is oh, so relaxing. It's like, you know, if you have a bubble bath with a glass of wine, stick Enya on some candles, you will sail away. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the one of the main reasons why I love her is she lives. So she's like, I, I think last year she even beat Adele for the best sound female recording artist of all time last year was Enya. Well, not crazy. Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't think that because she's not pop, popular culture music, but her music is just so nice and relatable and kind of like, ah, uh, you know, very relaxed and music. I can't really. It's new age. I think that's what the the like genre of that is. But um, she lives in Donegal um, in Ireland and she lives in a massive castle by herself with her cats and dogs. Iconic. Icon. Icon. 
That's she just she doesn't like the public life. She records mainly. She does a few performances every year, but she never goes on concert, which is a shame because I would fucking pay fucking hundreds to see her. But she just she lives like a queen, like literally in a castle. She fucks everyone else off. She doesn't like other people essentially. Icon. So I can't I aspire to be her Enya. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, I literally just Googled it and it said Enya is the richest woman on the Sunday Times music rich list, coming way oh, ahead God. of even Adele with a massive ninety one million in the bank, whereas Adele has eighty five million in comparison. Mm-hmm. But very little is known of Enya at all. <laughs> like it's crazy. Nobody knows much. She had like a stalker a few years ago where like someone I think broke into her castle. But Apart from that, like she keeps herself to herself. She's she's like the ideal celebrity. Rich people do know you, but they don't know that much. Do you know what I mean? I'll be honest, I didn't realise she was still making music. <laughs> she she does, you know, but it's like it's an album every kind of few years, you know, and it's not like really talked about unless you follow her. You're, she's not going to be in the charts. Do you know what I mean? Especially yeah. in the UK, where it's all that like, rap music, where like a shag me mass pussy. Do you know what I mean? Like that type of lyrics and stuff. <laughs> that's, all the, that's all the UK and Ireland music is. It's like you know, it's all like sh- rap music that's shit, and it's like I'd be bouncing yeah, down there, and that's what the UK listen to, like for fucking 52 weeks of the year so mm. I, I like for other countries on various other music where here they don't really do that yeah i will just say i'm gonna go off topic here but you know speaking of like the the uk charts or just the charts music charts in general it's so hard to like new songs nowadays because they come mm-hmm. out and then for like a month straight everybody makes a tiktok with that fucking song and it's not even the full song it's like a part of the song so when you listen to that song and you hear that part of the song you're just like oh for fuck's sake i've heard this a million times on tiktok and i think that's where i I was gonna go with taylor swift because i'm sick of (laughs) him sorry (laughs) i'm sick of his songs because every tiktok seems to have a taylor swift song and i do like her music but if i hear a, a particular song like cruel summer i'm like this million songs on TikTok. But do you know what's happened? That's your fault for having TikTok. I don't have TikTok. <laughs> maybe, maybe if I didn't have TikTok, I would be a massive Swifty. But sorry, sorry, Taylor. <laughs> Not for me right now. Um, the last few celebrities that I kind of love are all like housewives. So like the real housewives of, um, Ramona. Oh, I didn't Singer. know if we could mention that. Mention yeah, housewives. Yeah. Ramona oh, Singer, now, yeah. she is fucking, if you've never seen Real Housewives, if you've never watched a single city or any franchise of it, please watch New York. Ramona Singer is fabulous fucking TV. Now, they completely yeah. revamped the cast for season 14, so she's unfortunately not on TV anymore, unless it's Ultimate Girls Trip. But she is just so fucking funny. She doesn't give a shit what she says. She just says whatever it is. It's, she's so fucking funny, honestly. Even if you just watch YouTube clips of her, if you can't be actually watching the show. Oh, hilarious. I mean, I do love Bethany Franco because she's really funny as well. But there's loads of stuff coming out about her now and she's all, you know, it's just like kind of a bit much. Doesn't really change my opinion on her as a TV person, but maybe I just couldn't be friends with her. But, um... Hopefully she hears this and puts me on blast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I love Sutton from Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, yeah. I love Sutton and Garcelle. And like Teresa from New Jersey. And there's probably loads I'm missing as well. Marisol from Miami, who just gets drunk all the time. Love it. 
Um, so they would be kind of celebrities that we love. Is there anyone else that you love? Or will we move on? Bap. Move on. Um, so we're going to talk about celebrities that are overrated. Now, this isn't celebrities that you hate or piss you off. These are celebrities that you think are overrated. So you, you maybe don't like them, but you maybe don't... You maybe don't like them, but you don't hate them, if you notice what I mean. So I'm going to say mine are overrated, and that will kind of give you an idea. So I think Beyonce is extremely overrated. Now, I don't dislike Beyonce, but I don't like love her. I can listen to her music, and some of her music are bops. But the way everyone was going on last summer, or the summer, whenever her concert was, or whenever the fuck it was this year, it was just like Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. She is not that good. And she stole half of her last album from the gay community, may I add. But it's like, the album's okay. Pop in the pussy and pussy pussy can't. Like, it is okay, but it's not like amazing, amazing music. Do you know what I mean? And people just mm-hmm. act like she's fucking God reincarnated. Like, I don't get the hype. Yes, her, some of her songs are good, but I'm just, I'm not obsessed with her that I pay hundreds of thousands of pounds to go see her in concert. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, do you yeah. think that she's overrated? Yeah. What do you think? Do you love her? Do you hate her? What? I think she's got like I think she's got good music, but like you said, I feel like people just act like she like walks on water. Like she's like the most like unbelievable like goddess in the world, and I just I don't get like that side. Like mm-hmm. like in music's good, but I do think she is like really overrated. And somebody told me during the week, I can't remember who this was. But maybe it was a Tishani, I don't remember. Somebody said that whenever Britney and Madonna kissed at that music award thing years ago, Beyonce tweeted something really like kind of homophobic in a way, but she's paid millions of pounds to bury that now. I think that was mm-hmm. Nick said that. Oh, typical him mm-hmm. and shit. She does that with pictures, doesn't she? Any bad pictures that come out? Because there's that picture, there's no way she's dancing, she's like that. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you've screenshotted it, it's really hard to find. And then even yeah. when you put it, like, on Twitter, it gets removed. Yeah, so, like, I'm just like, I do think she's a bird. Like, she has bops, as I said, like, five times already. But especially her new music, like, that, let you know that whole thing she did with Jay-Z years ago with that Lemonade album where you could only listen to it in title? Yeah. No, I, I, to be honest, that's probably my least listened Beyonce songs because I'm like, I didn't pay for that and I wasn't going to it. And it's nice on Spotify, so it's like, you know, whatever. Couldn't tell you a song off that album. Overrated. Um, my next one is Adele. I think she is extremely overrated. And for that... <laughs> it was me because I had a long time. I don't dislike her and I don't love her. I just I'm in the middle where I think she's overrated. Um, like she's the only person I think on the planet that can release four or five albums about depression and be a worldwide phenomenon. Like everyone drinks wine, but we don't need a fucking five minute song on it. <laughs> like everyone goes through breakups and divorces it is I, I say this it's like music where you want to kill yourself too like it really mm. is like it's, some of her songs again are good like that album was at 21 where she had Rolling in the Deep and they were kind of like a semi semi love to your new lover they were kind of boppy songs in that and I'm not saying every song has to be boppy but I'm sick of the fucking sadness yeah, and like, what was that? Hello, that last album. Hello was the only song I could tell you that was on that album. This last album, I drank wine. That wasn't even the lead one. What was the lead one? 
Mm. Wasn't it like that Easy On Me song? Or was that her other album? Easy On Me? Oh, Easy On Me, yeah. Or was that the other one? Easy On Me. Like, she's very overrated. Now she's got a lot of Vegas residency where everyone's going and you see it all over Instagram. And it's like, I don't think I'd go to an Adele concert, but I'm boring. Like, for the end of it, you'd just be like, Jesus Christ, did we jump off a bridge? <laughs> like, I think she's wild overrated. Like, and again, she's got good music and stuff, but it's like, Jesus, no, couldn't. Like, she, she's good, but she's not that fucking good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I agree. Next one is Ed Sheeran. Oh my God, I can't bear oh, him. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe, I, maybe I should put him more in hatred, but I can't. He's overrated. Like, plus divide, subtract, whatever album names you're doing. Like, he's overrated to fuck. Like, you strum a guitar. What are, like... Oh, no, it's... What's the song? Cats on the Hill, Legoland? I don't even know. Like... Like, what? <laughs> it's just so overrated. I don't get it. I don't get... The... Like, this is the thing that annoys me about the UK and Ireland. They don't give up-and-coming artists a chance. It's all the same shite from the same people. Like, if... if I tell you this. If Adele and Beyonce and Ed Sheeran give their songs away to somebody like else they would not be their songs of the new people would not be as popular but just because of who they are it's like these people aren't phenomenal like they do release bad music but you're just acting like they're god's gift i will say ed sheeran does write songs for other singers that's the problem he's to stop but I mean, then they turn it like, but they're still successful, even though he's not singing them. Uh, I don't know. But then this is the generic UK. It's like they, they'd like any other shite with a bit of a poppy thing. It's like, oh, that's an amazing song. Um, and that's why I said to my wedding band, no Ed Sheeran, please, at the wedding. Because I was like, <laughs> I'm fucking sick of hearing that song. Like, everyone has it the first dance. What's that one? What's that song? Oh, yeah, I know. I've been to, like, yeah. three weddings. Yeah. I was like, no Ed Sheeran under any circumstances, because I was just sick of hearing about him at that point last year. And they did my wish, which was brilliant. Ed Sheeran, free night. But, you know, um, with, sorry, I'm just going to say about Ed Sheeran. Do you know, with Ed Sheeran, I understand what you mean about the weddings, because I've been, like, just like browsing on spotify like wedding playlist you know to get an idea of like certain songs uh-huh. stuff in my wedding every single playlist without fail has got ed sheeran in and it's not even just that song it's other songs and then you listen to like yeah. cover um you know uh-huh. cover one of people who's doing cover songs and then it's always that fucking song like f- you, like you look up a playlist like first dance playlist or walking down the aisle playlist that uh-huh. song is in every single time I'll send you my no playlist because they're fucking air cheering free. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and I think I think Ed Sheeran used to be so good, like back in the day when he had like his first album and like EPs and shit, but his new music is so mm-hmm. shite. Like it's just so generic yeah. and boring and like oh I think it's his new shit is so mm-hmm. shite. I used to love him. I used to actually yeah. love him. Yeah, I I'm going to sound so hypocritical because I'm going to just let you all know that me and Melissa Luke went to see him in his very first concert. <laughs> oh my god! In the Belfast Odyssey, it was his very first album, um, and I, I I thought he was all right, but Mel was more wanting to go, and I was like, "Fuck, I'll just go with the concert." You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I've yeah, seen him twice. I wouldn't go back to good. see him. He was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've know. seen him twice. Yeah, but I mean, like, I wouldn't go again um, now. Like, I've seen him enough. 
Yeah, yeah I wouldn't go now. My next overrated celebrity are the Kardashians. Now, I know, Shania, you love the Kardashians and you watch them and everything, so we can get into this. But I <laughs> think they are the most overrated pieces of shit that have ever walked on the planet. Like, I have nothing against them as people. I just think they are really, really bad for humanity. Like, if you've had cosmetic work done, say that you've had it done because you are given girls and men, whoever, you're giving people unrealistic ex- beauty expectations that you're telling me your ass is natural. Fuck away off. Fuck yeah. away off you haven't had your lips done. Fuck away off you haven't had your nose done. Because people out there are thinking that that is attainable. And no, it's not. Have we have we all seen the memes of the Kardashians when they were younger and fucking like normal people looking? And they compare them to, to what they look like now. And the, the line is, you're not ugly, you're just poor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like just admitting it, and that's my issue with them. Like I have watched episodes of the Kardashians, and it is very entertaining. I will say because they all fight over nothing. Like what was the last thing that was a was a Courtney and Kim? She stole my Dolce Vita lifestyle. Something about a wedding or some shit like that. I've seen, but it's like yeah. it's very entertaining. But it's like you know when it comes to the beauty standards and all that, there be honest, just. It's, un- it's unattainable for the normal person to look like that. That's my yeah. issue with the Kardashians, and I think that's why they're overrated. Thoughts? I agree. Fair enough, but I mean, like, if people think that those standards of beauty are attainable, I'm like, hey, why is that? Uh, but people are so stupid and gullible because that's, the Kardashians aren't coming out and saying, look, we've had this done. It's, like, people are, because they're saying it's 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 not, it's real. People are like, oh, well, I can do that too. I'll just copy Chloe's workouts that she keeps posting and I can look like but, Chloe. But we know they're lying. Like, even if they don't admit it, we know they're lying. I'm like, you need to have a titter of wit. Like, have a bit of common sense to know that I'm not going to look like that without cosmetic surgery. And you mm. can't be saying people are stupid and they're gullible because you have so- access to so much more information now than people did like 60 years ago. So I'm like, I fair mm. enough, 60 years ago, you'd be gullible as fuck. Whereas now, you don't have that luxury now because you've like access to so much information. So I don't accept mm-hmm. that. I'm like, you need to have a bit of common sense mm-hmm. and realize that's not acceptable. Fair enough, a 12-year-old, 13-year-old child looking at that. But also I'm like, what are their parents doing? Are they not monitoring what they're viewing on Instagram, what they're viewing online? You need oh, to be sure. having serious, but you need to be having serious conversations with your children. Mm. around body images and mental health and things like that mm-hmm. so that they're prepared for what's out there and not let your child be starving themselves at 13 because they want to look like Courtney Kardashian mm. that's very true so I'm like you can't just keep blaming them I'm like fair enough if they're lying about it but we know they're lying about it okay, I know we know but some people out there probably like actually believe them like it is weird like we're sitting in a position where we we know that but there are people out there especially the younger people who are quite gullible but that's what i mean what are their parents doing okay no but then we all know like parents just give their children tablets not this is very generic me saying this but parents just give their children tablets and stuff and god knows what they're looking at you know what i mean that's what i mean parents have to take responsibility for what their what their children are viewing it's like accountability for it. And, mm. and fair enough, I celebrities shouldn't be lying about it. But you should also be having 
body positive conversations mm. with your children. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But my my whole point is from the Kardashians, they are not being body positive because they're like having to attain for an unrealistic beauty standard. If they were body positive, they would look how they look. And there's nothing wrong with changing your appearance if you want to be more comfortable in how you feel. Um, that's that's up to you, but. And you don't have to tell people what you've had done. This is another thing. But if you're in that type of position, it's like loads of housewives get stuff done and they lie about it. And it's like, if you're in the public eye, I think you do have a certain responsibility to the public yeah. to be like, this isn't real. This is, this is, I got this done because I wasn't happy with how I looked and that's fair enough. But you have to be realistic and because it, it can cause so much damage to other people. Like I would look at Instagram pictures of like, all these hunky men i'm like oh i'd love to look like that but fucking i couldn't put the work in for it or i wouldn't want surgery do you know what i mean it's but then i'm switched on and other people maybe aren't yeah i've seen um sorry go on no, 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 i was just gonna say we completely veered off the topic but whatever <laughs> <laughs> i was yeah i was literally on the topic of kardashians i seen a tiktok the other day of um so Kim Kardashian was doing like a workout and it was meant to be like, you know, like, is it glutes? Is that what you call your bum? Like, um, like mm-hmm. a glutes workout. So she was doing all like little stuff, but she like, it was all a bit half half fast. And then it, like a PT guy, like duesses, like duesses it and says, basically you are never, if you do this workout, you are never going to get that bum. Like mm-hmm. you never, because of one, first off, her form was absolutely terrible. Like she weren't even doing proper squats or nothing. She, he was like, she's only doing half reps of certain stuff. The weight she was lifting weren't even like heavy enough. And he was like, until her ass is completely fake anyway. So you would get a toned bum if you did it, but you wouldn't mm-hmm. get it like massive like mm-hmm. that. He was like, you need, everyone needs to be real. Like she 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 only working out because she wants to stay fit. She's not working out to maintain that ass because yeah. all she needs to do is book an appointment with a doctor. But when they do work out, they post it. Not one of them breaks a sweat because they don't want to ruin their hair or the yeah. makeup. Like it's not realistic. Not realistic. Anyway, anyway, we went down a rabbit hole. But <laughs> we can do another separate episode on this. Yeah, yeah, so, oh, yeah, the yeah, love it, love it. Right, my last celebrities here overrated, and then we can talk about your celebrities overrated. The Royals. I can't bear the fucking Royals. Now, I I want to do a separate podcast episode on this, but I don't want to go into the Royals too much on this. But I don't see the point of them. I don't get them. Why are they there? They're overrated, and this country needs to wise the fuck up about the royals. If we didn't have the royals, if we didn't have the royals, it would not mean it would not make an iota of a difference to this country. We'd probably actually make more tours than money with not having them because you could open up Buckingham Palace and we could actually see the fucking whole of it. There's no need for them. Absolutely no need, and chubby fingers and wide set vagina, Camilla. <laughs> we do not need them anymore. Kate and fucking Will can fuck off with the three little brats. Harry had the sense to fuck off. Like, I can't bear them. I, I, there's no need for them, and they're overrated. But I don't get the obsession with them. The when the Queen died, people camping out for fucking days. Like when the coronation happened, people camping out for days and then leaving all their rubbish. Like. I don't get it. I really don't get it. I, I think two people in this 
planet I don't get are football fans and royal fans. The <laughs> obsession with them is fucking bonkers. You don't see any other fandom in the world reacting like that. It's fucking real. Yeah. And then when they see a royal, they cry. Like, and then, no. like when Diana died, fair enough, it's sad, but people were crying like they knew her. <laughs> it's like, like you were crying the same level of crying that I did for over my granny. That's not fucking normal. Like it's bullshit. Oh, winds me up. Like weirdos, absolute weirdos. No, I think it's so weird as well because I'm like, how, like, like how is like the queen or anything like affected your day to day life like that much that you feel like you've got to sort over it when she dies? You always bang on about like it's ridiculous. Like, oh, it's, it's part of my life. It's like British culture. Oh. She, if the queen met you, she wouldn't shake your hand. She would look down on you like the sh- your shit that she stands in. Like, wise up. <laughs> God rest her soul. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get interference God now because the queen will be like. <laughs> oh, she'll be kicking us oh, out right, to the Literally, well, I wanted to get another podcast on the Royals, which we will do later down the line, but I have a few ideas for the next two weeks, which I'll tell you when we stop recording. Um, there who I think is overrated. Who do you guys think are overrated? Which celebrity do you, you know, not that you love, not that you hate, but who do you think in the public eye is so overrated? Um, the only okay. one I had was Adele, because I, I didn't realise we were doing this. I thought we were just doing celebrities that annoyed us. I didn't oh, realise well, you were doing uh, I wanted so. to give more, like, kind of, what's the word, like, um, what's the word? <laughs> I don't know, but whatever it is, you should have maybe give us that, so we could have prepared. <laughs> no, you didn't. Ellie put it in the message, in the group chat. She's like, we you... can talk about celebrities we love, celebrities But I mean, you didn't, you didn't send out your usual brief, so I'm just going to say, I didn't prep for this. I didn't know what was confirmed. I was fine, don't worry. So, I didn't prep so I'm just going to say Adele because that's the only person I can think of. That's fine, I'll forgive you. <laughs> you was the six months of my life, Kevin. <laughs> Ellie and so Emily, anyone that you find overrated? I did have Taylor Swift, but we've kind of spoke about her a little bit. Don't get me wrong, I do like some of her music, but I just think, yeah, she's overrated. And the other one is Harry Styles. Oh, that's controversial. That is controversial. Oh, Sinead's going to hate me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm not like a big massive fan of his. Like we've seen him, and he was very good in concert. Yeah. But I mean, like I don't like Evie might hate you though because she really likes him. But and I you both yeah. Taylor Swift, you and Evie, are true. Evie is going to be like she is dead to me. Like never speak to me again. Um, <laughs> Harry Styles, I don't. Yeah, I, I've always thought he was overrated. Like some of his music is good, but some of it's so generic shit. Like it's like literally, he's like he's got a song. Yeah, like that's what I was gonna say. He's literally got oh. music for a sushi restaurant. Like, <laughs> that's a <fun>. and um, <laughs> yeah, I just don't get like. I think it's maybe because all his all stuff on TikTok of all his fans, like they are obsessive. They them fans, <laughs> like they are cra- not crazy obsessive, but they are. But do you know what I think is hilarious? That theory about him that he wears a wig. He wears a wig. Wears no there's like a there's like a, a conspiracy theory that it's a wig it's not actually his real hair and if you go, like put, search it on tiktok or just google it it comes up with loads of videos of like him performing in concert and there's like stills of where like 
his hair's risen up a bit, but it looks like it's like stuck on, you know, like a toupee oh, or like a wig. But yeah, there's a theory that he's bald on top and he wears like a wig. And never, I, it just every time I see him, I just can't stop thinking about it, and it just makes me laugh. But I didn't like I didn't like One Direction either. That's that makes you a beauty. I love One Direction. I think that like speaking off what Eleanor just said, like obviously I love Harry Styles, so I don't really think him as much. But like in the way of like fans with like Taylor Swift and Harry Styles, I was having a conversation about this the other day, like. I think they're underrated to the extent that, like, I don't, I really don't understand people who will, like, get tickets to a gig and then they'll go at two o'clock in the morning and they'll sit and they'll camp out till the gig. Yeah. Like, I just, like, I don't understand. One, you sat in makeup for, like, that many hours or whatever. You'd be sweaty, you'd be tired, you'd be starving. You'd be starving. But I said as well, it's always the people who camp out from, like, two in the morning who ends up fainting and getting taken off the gig for <laughs> so, <laughs> so literally what was the point just go home have some food get ready in your own time and just get like either way you're going to be there for the gig so you might as well just go when it's going to yeah. start and oh it just bothers me but also you're going to be there and you're going to see them regardless so they're not going to notice yet even if you are on the barricade between the barricade and the stage just like this big massive yeah. gap so, like, Harry Styles is not going to notice you in the crowd and he's not going to pull you up on stage and fall in love nope. with you. So, exactly, just like, yeah. sleep and get ready in time. I must say, like, I do like Harry Styles. I do love his music. Um, I've never been to see him because after Shania's story of Slane Castle in Ireland, that oh, yeah. has put me off ever going to see him. Um, But you should tell the story, Shania. But um, I don't like the way how he kind of queer beats. You know, like it's very I much like that. Yeah, that's the one thing I really like about him. It's like fair enough if he is bisexual or he's gay, whatever, no big odds to me. But it's like the way you're kind of queer baiting is like you're trying to make money off the pink pound, you know what I mean? So I don't appreciate that, but whatever. So need to go and tell the story of Oh, right, you want me to tell now? Um, <laughs> I was just waiting for you to continue on about people. Um, but no, so um, the way it was set up, um, like Slane's like a, like a town and then there's like this big massive like area for concerts. So uh, even uh, drove down and she took me and Sarah with her and then you had to park in this field and then you had to walk like nearly an hour or whatever to... Um, get to the concert and then you're queuing in and stuff and it was just like massive area so many like food trucks alcohol trucks just so many people everywhere it was too many people for my liking and um it was a really nice day so we didn't bring like rain jackets or anything and um we were there for about two half two because it said the first act was going to come on um it's been half two. I think the first act was supposed to come on. So we were like, oh, we'll be there in good time. Make sure we're there for them. They didn't come on until I think it was quarter past four. And there was four support acts before him. So he didn't come on, I think, until I might get my times mixed up. But I feel like it was in around nine o'clock or after. And then he played for two hours, which was great. But then that took us over an hour trying to get out and back to the car. 
um, because the crowds were mental and basically everyone was going in the same direction. So it took us about an hour trying to get back, but it was just such a faff. People were stopped, starting, like it was just awful. And then when we got to the car, the, the, the car park, and for people you can't see me, I'm like doing air quotes. It was a fucking <laughs> massive field. Um, they didn't have any like lanes set up or any like directions. Cars were literally coming from every direction trying to get out one small gate at the bottom of the field. Like, it was fucking chaos. So it took us, I don't know how long, getting out of there. Um, And then by the time we drove up the road, we left Sarah off in Belfast. So I wasn't back in Dungiven until half four in the morning, even though (laughs) we had left at like 10 a.m. the following morning to like drive down (laughs) and everything. Um, It was horrendous. And then actually, to make matters worse, it started to rain. Um, when one of the acts was on but it was Annie Mack was playing so the first act was terrible and then Annie Mack came on and she was like really good she got everyone going but it just started to rain and we were just sitting there and we're like whatever fuck it we'll just vibe we'll get wet but that's what it is Um, and then we queued actually now I'm just I'm going on it now we queued for like an hour to order food from one of the trucks now we went to one of the shortest lines and uh, we queued for an hour and we get up to the front and they're like, oh, we're not taking card. We only take cash. And I was like, are you taking the fucking pit? I was like, the rest of them have a sign up saying cash only. I go, where the fuck's your sign? And um, he was like, oh, sorry. Uh, if you go down and left money from that machine, I'll let you skip the queue. I was like, fucking damn, Rachel, let me skip the queue. I'm not queuing another hour. Oh, horrendous. So I don't care who announces, I will never be back at Slane ever for a concert. Ever. The See, end. After the, all that, would you not then agree that Harry Styles would be overrated? <laughs> <laughs> no, because he played for two hours. He was brilliant. He was brilliant. Okay. Um, It was just the faff around it. Oh. Oh. Oh, for God's sake. Am I still here? Hello. What? It just like refreshed. I don't even know what happened then. It just came up with a wee thing that said my recording may be affected due to internet. What is up with the fucking internet of the world? I know. I that was oh, my internet. No, because everyone is experiencing delays, and I think we, we, Ellie, what is your internet provider? Um, <laughs> Virgin. Do you know what they've been ropey recently? But the past two weeks they've been perfect. Oh, touch wood. So, I was going to say we're all different, but me and Ellie's both on Virgin. Emily, you're an Asianade. Good luck to whatever your post office or something in the fucking countryside. <laughs> that's all you can get. It is fucking ridiculous. Every Wi-Fi provider is the aliens coming right now. Is this is why there's so much interference? And have have they just landed? I would imagine they'd have better Wi-Fi. I, well, this is I'll the thing. Their technology down. is so far in advance. If they could come and abduct, maybe not abduct us, but if they could come and provide us with some Wi-Fi connections, that would be greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. That would be the dream. It really would be. Um, is there and anyone else? AI to take over the world with this shit. This is what I say. And every fucking week of this podcast, I say technology <laughs> will never take over this world. Human technology, because human technology is shite and needs human inter- interference for help. If it's alien technology and AI, then yes, we're fucked. But if it's human, no. We will have to still, unfortunately, restart our computers for a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any other celebrities you think that are overrated that you would like to discuss 
Uh, I think Ariana. Oh, my, I don't know if this contrary. I don't really care. I think Ariana Grande's overrated. Hey, I only found out the week she was married from this podcast. Somebody said divorce. Now. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> I only found out recently that she was actually married because I did not know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think she. Yeah, she's in that new film. Isn't she coming out wicked or is it wicked? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like she's got a good voice and all that, but like again, people just act like she's like the brightest, like shining star in the whole entire world, and like she's like the most perfect person. Like, yeah, she can do a few like whistle notes, but like, so can other singers. Like, Mariah like, Carey. Honestly, <laughs> you know what I mean. She's so overrated. Sorry, Ariana. <laughs> Love you, girl. Right. We're going to move on to celebrities that piss us off for no reason or a reason or that we hate. But before we do that, I'm going to take a break because I'm dying for the toilet. This gin is going right through me. I apologize. But we're going to, I'm going to go and I'll be right back. Sorry for the toilet breaks, everybody. But when you drink as much as we do, we need the break. Um, okay, so the next little bit of the celebrity topic is celebrities that piss us off. Be that for a reason, be that not for a reason, be that because you fucking hate the ground they walk in and the, bre- the air that they breathe. Um, I'm going to start with the ones that I loathe, detest, hate, wouldn't piss on if they were on fire. And then you guys can tell me yours and we'll get into the question box for the public. So, first of all, for me, um, this is in no particular order. I hate them all equally, equal opportunity. Um, Cheryl, whatever the fuck her name is now, cool. <laughs> I can't bear her. Now, I've never liked her from day one of Girls Aloud, from that toilet incident that everyone seems to forget. Um, where she was that she bottled or beat up a black person, the toilet attendant. Um, so yeah, I don't even know. I think that's why she got with Ashley Cole to beat that rumour. Um... Anyways, I don't like her. I can't even understand why I don't like her. I just have this. I think I'm quite a good person where I can pick up an energies and I know if you're a good person or a bad person. And I think she's a horrible person and I don't like her. But her music is catchy, though. I will still listen to some of her songs. Like, I do it, do it, do it, do it. We got to bye, 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 bye. She has catchy music and I will listen to that. But I don't like her as a person. There we go. Um, James Corden. Oh my god. If there is a person on this planet I could get rid of, it would be James fucking Corden. <laughs> I don't get how he is so successful. I don't get how he's any success at all. Gavin and Stacey, he wrote that. Yes, that's funny. I can understand that. But I don't get why he is funny. He's repulsive. He's disgusting. What's the obsession? Why is he so adored in America? Why is he so adored here? Like, I don't get it. He's in every fucking film. He's in Ocean's 8, and I adore that film. And he ruined that film. The one bad thing in that film for me is, like, could you have not got any other British actor to act him, his part? Like, why why has he got his own talk show in America? Why? Like, I don't get it. There's lots of stories of me and so rude in restaurants. I had to well fucking believe that because he's an arrogant fucking cunt. Oh, I don't get it. I really don't get it. And someone who's that ugly should not be as, like, fucking... I'm the best person in the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, fucking... Honestly, I... Like, 
And he's besties with all like these big celebrities. And he I'm, was like, at the royal fucking him? wedding a few years ago. How the fuck did he get yeah. there? I'm just swindling invite to that. Oh, I hate him. I fucking hate him. <laughs> oh, I can't even put it into words. I just don't like him. Um, Rita Ora. Oh my god, can't bear her. Can't. Be- and the thing is, she released a song. Praise you. I fucking love the song. Can't bear her. Mm-hmm. And I hate other other music. Don't listen to any. I for years have privileged and you know put myself and I'm so proud of the fact that I can't bear her and I've never listened to her music like Cheryl I say can't bear but I do listen to her music with Rita Ora I've always prided myself on the fact that prided whatever the word is I hate her and I don't listen to her music but she released a Praise You song and it's very catchy and I do listen to it but my my beef with Rita is apart from I just can't don't like her in 2009, she was asked before she was kind of known to represent the UK in Eurovision, and she declined, saying it wouldn't be good for her career. Fast forward to 2023, who's an interval act in the Eurovision? Rita Fokinora. So now it's okay for your career, honey. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you go suck on Tahiti Wack, whatever his name is, his penis. Oh, yeah. Marry them, oh, they're in a throuple, aren't they? With that woman who's in the Thor films. What's her name? I don't even know. She's the one that, like, the Amazon woman on the flying horse. Don't know her oh, name. Oh, is she in the um, the new Men in Black as well? I think that's the woman, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And, you know, when Eurovision happened, her and T- Tahiti, I, I apologise. I don't have beef with him. I just don't know his name that well. Um, him and her were in Fredericks and Hope Street during Eurovision, getting photographs of people. Imagine. Oh, no. I mean, I would have just got a picture with him and said, can you take the picture, please? <laughs> um, my next person, Ellie Golden. Am I gonna let it burn, burn, burn? Or someone would burn you. I can't fucking bear her. And I don't know why. I just don't like her. It's just, oh. And she does have catchy songs, and I just don't like her. She's very. Who gave that bitch a career? Seriously, like who was like? Gave oh, her she's very nasal, isn't girl. she? Very nasal and very annoying. And she done like a Pantana or something. I was like, I would not trust it from you. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't she? What's her first song? It was wild annoying. It's not about lights or something, was it? Mm. I'll Google. I can't remember. Do you remember years ago on Freeview TV? It was like Star Ed. Star Ed. What's that called? Like, I'm not going to sing it. Oh yeah, I remember that one. But remember years ago, it used to be four music or the hit. They were the music stations on Freeview that we yeah. get. Oh, you're like you're 18 and 21. They were the channels. Remember it so well. And uh, she used to come on all the time, and I was like, oh, fucking move this channel. I can't bear her. And she's been on for so long and she hasn't actually had that many successful songs. No. Um, another one. And I, I, I hate saying this bitch's name. Teddy Mellencamp. Who? I Ted- knew you were going to mention yeah. it. I was thinking about Teddy. this in the shower and I knew you were going to mention Teddy it. Teddy Mellencamp. She was on the Real Housewives at Beverly Hills for <laughs> three years, season eight, nine and ten. She pops up as a, like a, a guest every now and then. I don't know who hired her for a housewife, why they hired her, how she lasted three seasons. She's the most boring housewife I've ever come across in all my life. And there have been hundreds. 
Oh, I, I don't, I just don't know. She's a famous, and she's apparently John Mellencamp's daughter. He's a famous singer in America. Who the fuck's heard of him? No one in this country <laughs> will tell you that much for free. She only got on there because of him. And Kyle is not upper arse. And now I think Kyle and her had a relationship. It's all coming out that Kyle's now, blah, blah, blah. We'll talk about that in November when Beverly Hills comes back. But it's like, oh, I can't bear Teddy Melkamp, and she thinks she's relevant because she has all these like followers on Instagram. But like, she's another one of these fitness freaks, fucking eat eat a lettuce leaf, and then I'm your accountability coach. Fuck off! <laughs> oh, I can't bear. Her. <laughs> oh, she's so boring. Uh, and my last one that I have is Andrew Tate. Oh, and I oh can't God, bear <laughs> him. He I don't think you've been getting a bad one. fucking name. No, but he gives bad men a bad name. And then there are these, this is what I'm saying, these are these stupid, gullible men out there who idolize him and adore him and want to be him. And it's like, you want to be like him? Are you taking the piss? You want to treat yeah. women like shit? Are you, are you taking the piss? I don't get, I don't get his hatred for women, by the way, but I can tell you this much. He's given off small dick energy. And that's probably why he hates women because he's been turned down that much because he's an ugly cunt. No, I was gonna say that like he literally looks like he looks, and he's got such a horrible personality. Oh. Like, like I don't understand when people who look like that like are so nasty and so entitled about women. Like you are not. You no one is going near you. <laughs> Whether you were a nice person, but this is the thing. Report, no women do go near him. There are. Wo- I've seen tweets out there on tw- on, on X, whatever you call it now. What do you call them? Do you call them tweets now? Do you call them like X's? I don't even know. I just call Twitter. Just keep it Twitter. Twitter, Twitter tweets. Yeah. I've seen tweets where women are out there idolizing Andrew Tate. I'm like, do you have no self-respect, you fucking tramp? Yeah. Like, yeah. you are basically agreeing with what he says, and you you, know, you are a woman. Have you no self-respect? I like, it. I like, I That's why like, people I, to me they're just so like they're gullible and they just do whatever someone else says i don't get it think for yourself you fucking sheep yeah <laughs> <laughs> I can't my, my, my two cents you know um but there's other people that i don't like and can't stand and there are probably loads more i just those were the ones that were prominent in my head for writing this down now people wrote in but we'll talk about yours first but this person didn't write in they said they would, and I'm going to bring it up to them. But they said they dislike Madonna. Oh, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they said they would, and I'm they. I'm now going to discuss Madonna because of it. They can't stand Madonna. I don't mind Madonna to be honest. I know she's a bit quirky and weird, and she's a bit like all over the show. Shania has gone now. Hello, Shania. No, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm here. Oh my god. I'm I'm here. Here. Oh my god. Oh yeah, it says these internet problems are wild. It came up on my screen. It was like you may experience some difficulties due to a bad internet connection, but I could still see you and hear you. Oh, that's okay. Um, You and Ellie both left at like the same kind of time. It was crazy. Um, What was who was I talking about? Madonna. Oh, I don't mind Madonna. To be honest, she has boppy music. She is a bit quirky. She's a bit weird. Um, Mm. Oh my god, just remembered someone else I can't stand. Sam Smith. Oh, Aaron hates Sam Smith. I I don't right. See, this is the thing that pisses me off. I do like Unholy, and I have grown to like that song with Madonna Vulgar. This is what prompted me to talk about him. Them, 
Um, I can't bear them. They wind me up. And yeah, but my, 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 my back. I, I don't really care about Sam Smith enough to talk about them. Um, Madonna. I don't mind Madonna. Quirky, but bop. If I'm not flexible and I'm older, praise be. I don't mind. I feel like she's one of them who just sort of like was like kind of made a few boppy songs and like I just feel like she doesn't really do much nowadays. Like I've never really had an opinion on her. I I feel like I couldn't even. It's so bad. I don't even feel like I could name. I was, I was about to say name a Madonna song. I probably couldn't name like one. But I don't know. I just think she's a bit like a bit shit. And Kate's gonna kill him if she can hear me because in the house that we lived in before this one, we used, she used to have a poster up of Madonna on our wall. So big apologies. I don't mind Madonna. Right. I like a lot of results. Those are people who I... Yeah. Got four minutes to save the world. Celebration. You know, love it. <laughs> now, those are the um, celebrities I hate or piss me off. What about you guys? So, Ellie, what celebrities piss you off, hate, blah, blah, blah? Well, to be honest, you got, like, a lot of my list was the same as yours. Um, so I agreed on James Corden and Andrew Tate. Um, yeah. So my first one on my list, I'm, I'm just going to go through them quickly, is Chris Pratt. I can't bear him. Really? Oh, no. Okay, why? Because I think he's so fake. So I don't think he's this as friendly personality as he makes out to be. I think he's got, like... I don't know. I find him a bit creepy personally. And I think there's like, he's like behind the scenes, he's really like a different person. Also, I I did love him in Parks and Recreation and I don't mind him in Guardians of the Galaxy, but I don't like him as a person. And I also don't like him as a person because of stories that came out not so long ago of him. The church he attends is like a very anti gay, homophobic church. Mm-hmm. So he's tried to he's tried to like come out and save himself by saying like they have ideologies that I don't agree with. However, like I'm very strongly into the church and that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just got vibes from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also he put a post up um, set of Happy Mother's Day for his current wife, who's like Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, and he said like thank you for um, bringing in like my loving healthy child into the world where he's got another child with Anna Faris mm. who has difficulties like with sight and that so he got he, he got a lot of stick for that because he didn't mention his other child and he didn't say like and he's basically saying always oh, only his one child's healthy and not his other child mm-hmm. so I didn't like that so from then mm, not a fan of Chris Pratt um I don't like The Rock I think he's dead cringy <laughs> <laughs> really? I was gonna say. I mean, how many more over. of them poems are they gonna make? Yeah, he's so. Oh, he just makes me cringe. Um, I don't like Amy Schumer. <laughs> she, I can't bear her. Is she the blonde one? Yeah, yeah, she was the person who was meant to be Barbie before Margot Robbie, apparently. And I'm so thankful. That. I can't picture. Yeah, there's no fucking way. There is no fucking way that's true. I'm so thankful they chose. They, I've not even seen the film, but I'm thankful they, they chose Margot Robbie. Um, I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> so random, but I can't bear Gwyneth Paltrow. I think she's so rude. What was and that? When she came. Oh yeah, the, the fanny candle. Oh. <laughs> and. The fact that she was in an interview and she said, like, what do you think about Tom Holland? And she was like, who? 
She's literally in the Spider-Man films. Oh my god, yeah, that that like, <laughs> she's literally in the Spider-Man films and she didn't even know who Tom Holland was oh and she couldn't remember acting with him. So I think she's just so rude and so up her own fucking ass. It's Shana, did you not know that Gwyneth Paltrow has a candle that smelled like her vagina? Yeah. Oh, that is yeah. Like, who the fuck wants that? That's horrendous, isn't it? Why? People obviously do have a mark. And she's her. literally like an almond. She's like Yolanda um, Adiz. Oh, like, she literally God. like eats <laughs> almonds and that's it. Chicken so, yeah. <laughs> Um, What else is that? I think that's it. Oh, Tom Cruise. I like Tom Cruise, obviously. Oh, yeah. Aaron yeah. will hate me to say that because he loves Tom Cruise films. He thinks they're the best films ever. And he- it's the same shit every film. <laughs> and he never dies in his films that's what pisses me off as well i always say this to her and he in the mission impossible films he never dies like he jumps (laughs) off like buildings and he doesn't die annoys me um that's it oh last one is uh, elon musk and mark zuckerberg can't bear the pair of them (laughs) yeah did you giggle an article on this they all came up because I have giggled an article and most of the people you said were on the article <laughs> no do you know what right I, I thought of a lot of them myself so Chris Pratt and that I obviously thought but I needed some help so Google's and seeing Gwyneth Paltrow and I was like yeah I'm putting Gwyneth Paltrow down and the rock yeah, no, no, it, it jogs your memory yeah it jogs your memory yeah but then me and Aaron had like a proper in-depth discussion about celebrities and Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg got brought up and I was like, yeah, I can't bear them. And he was like, oh, why? Because they're really clever guys. And I was like, doesn't doesn't mean I can like them if they're clever. They're just idiots and they want to fight each other and it's just yeah. cringy. They're grown-ass men. So that's my list. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Emily, any celebrities that you hate, etc.? Well, I've got two on my list. Um, sorry, I feel like my laptop's going to sign up. We just check really quick. <laughs> okay, just for this bit, and then I'll run out of charger. I've got two on my list, and I don't, I don't even know if I can explain it. It's like it's so far past that. Like I just can't, I just can't bear. Number one is Tom Cruise. Anyone, anyone knows me, he burns my head out. Like I genuinely, like if I could. You could like get one person off this planet. I could stand him in front of me and shoot him in the head. Like, oh my god, like the haste. I don't well, I do know what it is. He's just a cunt and he's just come to his ex-wife and he's in Scientology and all that, which is which is just like don't come for me, Scientologists. Um, all, all that's just like cunty as fuck. Like, oh my god, I hate him. All his films, the same shite. I think he's a horrible person, he's an ugly bastard. Like, he's just so overrated. And, like, guys will, like, look down, like, look up to him and be like, oh, my God, he's, like, the most amazing. Like, he can't act to save his life. Yeah, he does his own stunts. I'm not asked. Like, genuinely, one of those days, knock him out of plane and don't put him on a parachute <laughs> because he fucking my head. I hate him so much. Um, and the second one is Kanye West. I hate, yeah. hate Kanye Like, even before even all the Kim Kardashian stuff, I don't like his music. I don't like him as a person. I think he's a weirdo, <laughs> genuinely a weirdo. Like, even after he split up with Kim Kardashian, like everything he stands for, and he has that fucking stupid church thing that he does, that's weird. And even like with his new wife when they go out and she's got like a paper bag like styles over her head and all this like oh my god, <laughs> come off it, seriously, just come off it. I hate the Is he married yeah, yeah. yeah. To some other woman, I don't know what her name is, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, they don't hang about, do they? Mm. Honest to God, no, I mean, like, 
Yeah. Doesn't he change his name? Isn't it just yeah? Ye. Ye. Ye well. Or is it just ye? Yeah, it's just ye, yeah. Oh my god, what a weirdo. I know. Hate them. Is that all your celebrity family? Yeah. And I'll just go and I'll be angry for the rest of the night. <laughs> what about you, Nate? Um, so you already mentioned one of mine's Ellie Goulding. I just I just can't take to her. Like I, I, just, I just can't. There's no real rationale behind it. I, I just she's a no from me. Um, but my other two are males. So one Jack Black. Like I, like I just can't. I just can't explain it. I just can't explain it. Like I do not like the man. I hate to see him in a film. Like I just. There's no words to describe. Like I don't understand it myself, but like I just I can't. Like he's in one of my favorite Christmas films, The Holiday, and like every time I see him, yeah. I'm like, because he's the same fucking person in every film, and it, it's ugh. I just no. Like, Jack Black. It's to the it's to the point where like one day his name came up, and Evie was like, oh, I hate Jack Black, and then she was like. Oh no, wait, I don't. Sinead the hates Jack Black, but it's because I like talk about him so much. Like, I just, I just, I can't, like, I, I don't even want to talk about him anymore. I don't like him that much. Um, and then my <laughs> my next person is Jonah Hill. He's, ju- he's just a cunt. He is just a cunt. Oh, yeah, like, we talked I, about yeah. him a few weeks ago. Like, I don't like Jonah Hill. Like, and all those messages that came out about what he was sending to his girlfriend. And I'm like, don't fucking date a model if you don't want her to post pictures. Like, how dare you tell somebody what they can and can't do? I just, I just no. Mm-hmm. So we're, yeah. I, don't, I don't even want to talk about them anymore. We'll just move on. It's, it's really irritating me. <laughs> Love that. Okay, so finish off the segment. We'll ask a question. Have you ever met a celebrity? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, Kate. <laughs> She's bringing me the lots of Yeah. Yeah, me and Kevin met at Ordolano and it was still one of the best days of my whole entire life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Adora was great. And she was, and she's recently just come out as trans. Oh, yes, I've seen that. Yeah. Like and she was, oh my God, she was literally one of the nicest people. Like, I such a wet wife I cried when we met her <laughs> and she was one of the night like she was took so much time with everyone like she proper was asked about taking pictures with them and stuff it was such a good show that we went to she was such a nice person mm-hmm. yeah she was brilliant she was very really good and yeah. I love that and I love her and I love you oh. <laughs> what about Ellie and Sinead have you met anyone famous um, I don't know yeah. if Emily and Ellie will know who this is, but Kevin, you will. I met Frank Mitchell, the weatherman. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> He's like a weather presenter in Northern Ireland. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I met him, so yeah, very exciting. <laughs> Ellie, what about you? Um, I've actually met a few stuff as his. Um, I've met Jimmy Carr. Yeah, no, random. Ooh. I've met Jimmy Carr, I've met Lee Evans, um, I've met Bianca Del Rio, mm-hmm. Benza La Creme. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of who else, I think that's it. Oh, Russell Kane, I've met Russell Kane as well. Um, I'm really random, I've met Robin, the singer. <laughs> <laughs> that's so random! 
Robin and Professor Green have met them, so oh, basically proper Robin shoulders with the jar. Yeah. <laughs> right, Robin and Professor Green. Wait, meet Professor Green. So Robin and Professor oh, Green were in the same place. It was really random. So my friend from school, sister, used to work on Hollyoaks. And they used to do Hollyoaks music show on like a Saturday morning or something. And we got, we, we got, yeah. And we got to go down to like the recording of it. So we were like on it getting recorded, but we got to meet the celebrities. Like, so, well, there was loads of different, there was Tiny, oh, we met Tiny, no, not Tiny Tampa. Yeah, Tiny Tampa, we met them and him as well. So we met Tiny Tampa, Professor Green and Robin, because in between film and we were allowed to take pictures with them. Okay. But it was like proper. Back in the day, OG, I was in school. Like Professor Green was brand new, and I think Tiny Temper only had that um, frisky song. So claims fame. <laughs> oh my god! What year was that? Because we might, I might like go digging to see on catch up or something. If you're on Channel Four, oh my god! I literally <laughs> can't remember what year it was. Oh my god! It was being like mm, 2008, 2009, 2007, 2008, 2009. One of them. I left school in 2009, and I was still in school at this point. So, okay. what are those Google um, and it, it, Google when Professor Green and Robin and Tiny Temple was <laughs> on it, and then you'll find it. <laughs> oh my god! Well, you've met a lot then, actually, and a lot of A-listers. Well, they were A-listers at the time. Yeah. Um. I've met a lot of drag race queens. I've met Trixie Mattel. She was stunning. Bianca Del Rio, Ben De La Creme, Adore Delano, um, and Kylie Sunny Glove. She was brilliant as well. I met her own Melissa. Um, I, I, I'm probably forgetting some because I've been to that many drag shows, but uh, they were all brilliant, all lovely people. I've met Riyadh Khalaf. Um, he's a YouTuber and broadcaster. He is from Dublin. Um, and he's half um, Iraqi, half Irish. He is lovely, brilliant, um, stunning person. Um, working in hospitality, I've met quite a few people. I have met Sheridan Smith. Um, she was lovely. Oh she was God. lovely. Um, yeah, there's not much more I can say. She was just a lovely person. Um, I've met um, somebody from Hollyoaks. I think his name's Andrew, but I can't remember the surname, but he played Reese in Hollyoaks. Andrew Moss, that's his name. He played Reese in Hollyoaks. Mm. He was staying in Jerry, sorry, staying in the hotel that I used to work in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ellie. Ellie and me were in um, a nightclub in the book called Pink and we met someone from Big Brother. <laughs> Do you remember? Years ago. Oh my God, who was he? I can't, I can't remember. remember his name. I wouldn't think. Yeah, oh my god. He was like I remember, red yeah. and a beard. Do you remember? Yeah. I think maybe his name was Michael, but we've met someone from Big Brother. Um, I also have met a Northern Irish celebrity called Julian Simmons. He is oh, famous for now you're on the UTV. Like he's hilarious. Um, and I didn't meet this person, but I got an autograph from Sinead. Granny went up to the Benedict Hall years ago. Do you remember the program Fame Academy? Yeah. Yeah, I do, yeah. So there was the guy on it called Malachi Kush. <laughs> and Granny went up to his concert and she got me and Sinead little um autograph things, personal autographs as well. So yeah. Yeah, but That's did so we cute. not meet Susan McCann? Oh we did. No, that was Follow Me to Bagley. Oh, Follow Me to Bagley. Oh, okay. She's an Irish uh, country singer. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, we're more Irish slap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. I go nowhere. I meet no one line. <laughs> Kevin, do you remember when we were on the way to Belfast and what's his name? That Irish guy was on the plane yeah, and he was behind us and he was pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy Nesbitt. Never, we never technically met him. He was a few people in front of us in the queue, but yeah, we could say we'll just say we met him. We um, were on the same plane as him. <laughs> he got on our private plane that night, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of all the people I've kind of met. Um, there's maybe more. I feel that we've met more people, especially working in hospitality. Oh, at Eurovision, I have met a few people, but I can't remember who. But I have met a few people. I've also met Sarah Alto's wife. So yeah. Mary, if you're listening. <laughs> um Bab. Okay. So I put out a question box and I asked people to write in. Um let me just double check the question box because sometimes I miss them because I screenshot because it's easier to find before starting, but some people write in, you know, after. Yeah. I just need to double check that I've not missed any because sometimes I do. Okay, I'm glad I did because I missed that one. Right. So. Apologies, guys. Right, first one is um, about celebrities. I feel like loads of rappers are overrated, like Post Malone, Drake, etc. Do not get the hype in the slightest. Fair. Yeah, I, 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 I said that earlier. Like rap music is some rap music is good, but you can't you can't move to it. Like you can't you know you know you know you can't dance to a rap song except for Cardi B, like Nicki Minaj stuff like that. A lot of the male oriented music you can't dance to. And you're struggling to keep up with the lyrics as well. Um, okay, next up. Also, Leonardo DiCaprio. Loved him back in the day, but why is he such a creep now? Like, he gets older and his girlfriends either stay in the age or get younger. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What was the whole thing? It was yeah, like, he does such a predator nowadays. Like, he doesn't like dating girls who are over 25. What is that? Sorry, I cut Sorry, out there. What was it, Shania cut out? Oh, no, I was disagreeing with Emily about him being a creep and, like, his girlfriends are 25 or younger. Oh, well, no. All right, it's creepy. Yep. Which is a shame, because he's in some good film. But then, you know what? It's like the thing. If you see a director's directing a film or if you see an actor's in a film, does not turn you off a certain film? Yeah. Yeah. It really does. Uh, right, next one. I hate, so hate in capital, so this person must have, like, such disdain. <laughs> so if I hate Jared Leto, motherfucker is in everything. <laughs> I don't really, like, follow him, so I don't really know what he's in. I know he was in some shit Marvel film and never took off. Yeah, Suicide Squad. I know we keep using... I know we keep these anonymous, but I know who wrote that. And if you could just hear them in real life, it is just, <laughs> like any type of film that we watch with Jared Leto in. Like this person just pops off and it is so funny. Why do you not like so him? Yeah, why? Just hates everything about him. Like just hates who he is as a person, thinks he's an absolute creep. Like just gives like, uh, 
give some like really really well, bad vibes. I will say in like in defense of the person who wrote in, weren't there stories of sexual assault cases on him not so long ago? Yeah, I think so. And when all that shit as well, when he was playing the Joker and he was sending people like yeah. boxes with like weird like dead animals and stuff in it, like oh no, he's free. How many people's played the Joker? I can't keep up. Honestly. <laughs> I can't. I honestly can't. There's a new person playing them every fucking year. <laughs> um, okay, the next one is I cannot bear Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson's <laughs> acting in Harry Potter. It is fucking atrocious. Is <laughs> it you at like 10? I demand to know who wrote that in. It's an novelist, I can't. <laughs> oh, that is so precise. I will say, me and Sinead, we were watching Harry Potter the other night which is kind of creepy um well it's not creepy but i can't tell you who wrote it but it's not me or you but if i was talking to someone maybe this is what triggered them um i will say re-watching them last two films their acting is a bit forced when you look back at it especially daniel radcliffe's it's like very childish i don't know what the kid technically film in it but it's true he was an alcoholic was I? Yeah, what? during this a lot of those What? During a lot of those films. Oh my Shut god. Even like, no. Yeah. Not during like Philosopher's Stone and that surely not. It's about <laughs> no, 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 but no, oh. no, but I mean like I think during quite a lot of those films he had said that he was drinking heavily and stuff. Fuck off. No way. I never knew that before. Yeah. I will say though. I've never seen Harry Potter. Oh my god. I've seen one film and I couldn't tell you what film it was. Anything couldn't tell you anything about it. It was just when they found out like who Voldemort was, or I don't know, some shit like that. <laughs> my God. But I feel so left out in these conversations. I've never seen Harry. Oh Potter. my God! No, it's a dead. Well, Emily, that's your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's dead good films to watch over oh, Christmas. You know the two week break over Christmas. It's dead good to yeah. watch like all the films. But Sinead, let's do that this Christmas. Let's like watch the Harry Potter films again. Um, but yeah, I I do kind of agree with that person about and Emma Watson's acting as Hermione. I've never realized, but it's wild annoying. I but yeah. Hermione's annoying. Like it's why have posh. you read the books? Hermione is annoying. Ah, it's so bad. Yeah, she is irritating, isn't she? It's like in Twilight, everyone's on about well, then. Aye, but like it's like in Twilight, everyone goes on about like Christian Stewart, like is such a bad actress. But I'm like, no, she's just playing Bella Swan because Bella's an annoying bitch. Uh, she's playing an annoying, playing an annoying bitch. Um, okay, the next one is SJP. So that's our Jessica Parker. Um, yeah. seems like a total bitch, especially before the Sex in the City rumors. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, you probably yeah agree with that actually. Um. Uh, did you see randomly? This is on Twitter. So Sarah Jessica Parker is married to Matthew. Is it Broderick? I think that's his name. Yeah. But they they have some connection to Ireland, so they have a holiday home in Donegal. And on her Instagram story last week, she was going around Asda in awe of all these Irish products. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's just so random for like a celebrity of that caliber who goes in sex in the city and is wearing like Gucci dresses in the streets of New York and then she's got cream and her knickers over an Ambari tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and the oh my god, 
the last one I have. <laughs> Is this person can't stand Greta Thunberg. Oh. <laughs> the reason I have my own. Fuck up about the planet and go brush your hair. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> was that Andrew oh Tate that wrote in? <laughs> <laughs> That's so savage. <laughs> did, did you see Andrew Tate? Mum shamed Amanda, whatever her name is. They used Hold to be on. a talent. Hi. She put up a picture of her in the bikini and he was like, oh, you're a mother. And I'm just like, will you put up topless, topless pics? Why the fuck does it matter? I mean, I don't like Amanda Holden, but I, I don't think why you have to shame her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, she's a celebrity that I could put in that I can't stand. Did you see that video where her last year she's wearing some yellow <laughs> dress? And she's like, this is an amazing dress. <laughs> she was definitely on something there, like. She was. Um, I'm just realising this is probably going to be longer than the last episode. It's no, all jet, but it's you Emily. Oh no, I need to edit it. So actually, that oh, might not all be right, enough. You didn't edit it, so it might be too bad. Oh, no, not too bad. I was going to say, stop blaming me. Two hour Emily. Okay. Is there any other celebrities that you can't stand? <laughs> can't think oh, of any more. No, that's perfect. Okay, and our last section of the podcast is always advice. People write in asking for help with problems and we'll give you an honest, real answer. As I always say, this lips hot tips. So, question time. And this is a question from maybe two weeks ago, but I said we'd shelve the question for now because Shania's on the podcast. So the question is, have we got any tips and advice for how to impress or smash a job interview? Sinead, your HR, any tips? Just know what you're talking about. Don't go to a job interview if you don't know what the job is or you don't know about the company. Like, it's as simple as that. I know, but is there any extra kind of tips you can give? So, you know, if the person goes in and they know their basic information about the company and the job role, is there anything to impress the interviewer? Because you've done a lot of interviews. So what would impress you? If you answer the question correctly, like, like I mean, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, an organization cannot score you. Like, if they come in and be like, "Tell me what you know about the company," to me, I'm like, they can't score you in that. It depends. So, you see, on the invite to interview, if they don't tell you whether it's competency based or value based, I'd be ringing to ask to find out what it is. If it's value based, do your st- or competency based, do your star method, situation, task, action, result. You know, give a good example. Um, if it's value based, go on their company website and find out what their values are. Look up potential interview questions around what the job role is. You just have to be super prepared for it. But I mean, you can tell when somebody comes in and they haven't prepared because then they just waffle. And like, there's literally no point waffling because I'm not going to write it down. It's not going to give you any extra marks. Like, you just mm-hmm. need to be prepared for the job interview. Like, that's literally it. Like, you can't give anyone any specific tips for how to impress because mm-hmm. every organization is different. But for me, if it's competency-based interviews, use the STAR method. If it's value-based, make sure you know what the values are. And you can ask them, you know, what values this question based on? You know. I mean, okay, and I would like to say good luck to anyone interviewing with Sinead in the future. 
<laughs> no, I have been told I'm a harsh marker, but I mean, I can tell. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, like I'm very nice to come into you. Like I'll sit and yeah. smile at you. I'll be like, no problem. We'll repeat the question as many times as you want. Like, but I mean, just don't come in not prepared. Like, mm. you know. I mean, I think you probably scared the person who wrote in more than you have helped them. <laughs> No, but I mean, I, I would like, I'd like to know what job they're going for. Okay, well, maybe the person can write back in and let us know if you're successful or what is, you know, what's happened, what the job is, etc. If, if yeah, I no. know you, like, message me directly. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, actually. Um, and then, Shinichi, you can let us know. Um, I will say, though, you are... I've worked in a lot of organizations with different HRs and I will say knowing you personally, you are probably one of the best HR people I would know and take your job seriously. A lot of other HRs that I have worked with are not good and they hire any other thing and they're just there because they're shagging the boss. Okay, well I can tell you now that's not how I roll. But I mean um, but there's no point carrying dead weight because it just leads to yeah. more problems. But then if they are dead weight then they don't really care about dead weight because that dead weight distracts them from their own dead weight. No, but I mean like you're like just the organizations you've worked for just like a mess. Like I just They are. Um let's start from the top. Walshith Hotel, Mahara, Jury Zin, Liverpool, Deloitte. <laughs> Blue Lagoon products. <laughs> oh, he's atting, he's atting. You're going to get a cease and desist for that one. <laughs> oh, I don't give a shit. Um, yeah. HR everywhere I've worked has been fucking woeful. I just think, what's the point in doing your job if you're not going to try and do it well? Like, I, just... I know. So I hope that helps everyone out there. Um, okay, next question. How do you get a good night's sleep? Don't fucking ask me because the last week I have had the worst insomnia. I go through phases of really bad insomnia. I've had the worst insomnia I've ever had in my life. I have been a bitch. So anyone, if anyone's got any good tips, let me, me too. Know. I'm an awful sleeper. I toss, uh, not maybe toss and turn, but I just, I there's a lot going on in my head and I struggle to turn it off. Um, and I don't sleep but when i have to get up i could then sleep which is the annoying thing so if earlier yeah. if you've got any tips please all ears oh sorry sorry to button again but to be fair the only thing i can offer which somehow is working for me at the minute which is weird is like a hot shower just before bed and then i've got like a pot of like the sleepy cream from lush get that lather it all over your chest and then i've got this spray that someone got me for christmas and it's like kath kidston and it's like a sleepy spray. Spray that all over my pillow. And the last two nights, it's like work to dream. And obviously, now it's probably just a placebo. My brain's probably just telling me it's putting me to sleep. And it just it isn't. It just smells like lavender. But it's worked so good. So, it's a lush. Okay. Yeah. I would say that sleepy scream is good. The only thing is, I'm allergic to it. So, when I used to... The three times I used it, I was asleep in a deep sleep. But I woke up with all like scratch marks and bleeding like because i've been scratching my chest all night because it made me really really oh itchy God. so yeah but 
it did put me in a deeper sleep but um I'm quite a really light sleeper to be honest so I can't really give like the best advice but I am getting better and the one fan- thing I've found recently that's good is if you've got a fan that you can put on a timer put that on because one it kills you down and two I don't know if I think it's like the white noise is mm. like really sending me to sleep because I've got the issues that I need to have like complete silence but I think I'm getting used to it as I get older that to have a bit of noise but that that's good or yeah. just put like um oh, no, like a YouTube videos. video on as well I would say ASMR is a very good thing I mean I've maybe because I've been listening to it for years I have kind of become immune to you there are sometimes like last week Shanita, I was talking to you about ASMR and I listened to a video and I woke up to a creepy ass video where it's like <laughs> my legs broken over and over again it was like a youtube short and it just kept repeating and i woke up it was in air, my my airpod and i was like what the fuck is this because the video just went to another like short and i thought what the fuck? yeah sometimes you do follow safe to it and sometimes you don't it just depends on the video really um so that and chamomile tea apparently works but you can also get a tea from MS called sleepy tea it fucking now let me tell you there is something in it that is in every sleep medication it's in calms it's in the sleepy tea it's like beginning with a v it's some fucking root valerian root or something like that it fucking pongs it stinks and maybe that's what knocks you out i don't know but it fucking is horrible it's in that i took calms years ago they did knock me out to be fair but if you, you nearly gagged on the teeth like not worth it and the tea not that nice but shania have you got any advice because you're a very good sleeper say like i'm the best sleeper but um i don't know i just i've just got myself into a routine so like i normally go up to bed like around 10 and then i'll maybe listen to like an asmr video or something and if i fall asleep i fall asleep and if i don't i don't like i don't know i don't put myself under any pressure to sleep usually when you're lying there and you're like if i fall asleep now i'll get six hours sleep if i fall asleep now i'll get five hours sleep and they just uh-huh. don't do it. Just, uh, just lie there. And the one mistake, do not lift your phone. If you're lying there and you can't get to sleep, just lie there. Don't lift your phone. Uh, you kind of almost have to pretend that you're asleep to fall asleep. Yeah, but you just close your eyes. Like, it is what it is. But uh, just lie weird. there. I think a lot of people lift their phones and start scrolling. And I'm like, um, we're just waking yeah, yourself back up again. I'd love how if we were just like Sims. Mm-hmm. Sims go to bed, they just sleep us all the day. Do you know what you should do? Watch a good murder documentary and then you go to bed and you just sleep. That would keep me up. That's very chilling. That's not normal. <laughs> do you know what? We were watching. I used to fall asleep to um... Sorry. I used to fall asleep to true crime documentaries all the time. Like proper growing ones and I'd be like, good night. Yeah. Like proper scary ones. Yeah. Is that what happened you should too? No, I was going well I like I like read books like on Ted Bundy and all these serial killers like and then I just turn off light and go sleep. What? Like, no, I can't understand. Like, sorry, I can't relate like, to that. Like here, you see last night, right? Um I was watching the episode of Luther and it was like this woman that lives alone and she came home at night and was getting undressed for bed and just the way things were set up, it was like there's hundred percent somebody under her bed. And um she fell asleep. Oh. This old creepy man slid out from underneath her bed and then strangled her to death. But obviously I'm on my oh own. Oh my god. And I um went up to bed mm. and went straight to sleep. <laughs> I'm just 
Oh no, I checked under my bed just to make sure. Did you not even and check then, under the bed? I did, I checked under uh, the bed. Just to make sure. But then I went to oh sleep God, and I, I slept from like half eleven to quarter to nine this morning. Great night's sleep. Did machine with you there when you watched it? Yeah. All oh, right. Oh, well, did someone was there when you watched it? <laughs> Not that well, that matters to you. <laughs> I was going to say he didn't come up and check under my bed. Like, did he? He went home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um. Okay. If that reassures you, watch Netflix murder documentary or whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay, then I've got two more questions. People, a lot of people wrote in this way. Um, and this one's actually quite fitting for me and Sinead, maybe. Um, how to help? How do you help someone who is grieving? Um, I suppose for me, on, on like a personal level, it's space. Maybe it's it's maybe talking to them, checking in on the person, and. Um, everybody experiences grieving in a very different way, so it's it's very personal. So it, you, you can't just give a generic kind of answer yeah. for that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but just supporting the person, asking if they're okay, checking in on them, maybe inviting them places more so than you would have just in the period of grief. Um. But it's also knowing when to not go over the top. You know, the the, the person has to kind of get used to the new sense of normality as well. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you guys think? I agree with what you said there. Like, I personally, like, when I've experienced or I've gone through a loss of a loved one, um, I found it quite... I don't know what the words is quite like not helpful but quite mm. when friends of kinds are just either left me alone or when they have spoke to me it's just about other stuff rather than mm-hmm. continuously talking about um what what's happened in my life mm-hmm. obviously I do appreciate if people ask if I'm okay but personally I don't really like when everyone asks if I'm okay because it's just constant like are you okay are you okay like everyone's asking that question you have to continuously say to them like give them an update or continuously tell them how you are I would obviously I would love like I appreciate loved ones coming to me saying are you okay but I also appreciate it if they don't ask if I'm okay yeah and and rather just say like just continue the chat as it was before I lost that loved one rather than like obviously talking about it continuously and then when I'm ready to talk to them about it then I will and I think I like that I like knowing that loved like my close ones to me know that I'll open up when I'm ready to yeah no 100% I agree it's about having the option and one day you'll be up for socializing and and talking about things and the next day you'll just be like I I just don't want to be around people and that's completely normal uh, just brand. checking in like you said just checking in and saying that you're thinking of them and even yeah. just like doing like a little like self-help box or like a little gift box for them yeah. just to uh, help them Which Ellie and Sarah got me so thank you very much <laughs> uh, what about you Sorry, Ellie? have you got anything to add to that 
I feel like I feel like it's literally just you kind of just got to work off the person who's going through grief. It's like time, like still speak to them normally, still check up on them. But if they don't want, if they go through periods of time where they don't want to be on the phone, they don't mm-hmm. want to go see people, they don't want to socialize. Like that's nothing personal. That's just them processing how they need to mm-hmm. process. And then, like like you said, when invite them to things and when they want to come out and when they want to have fun, they can. But you've just got to let people do everything on their own time, like on their own schedule, like. Like you and Sinead will just do everything of how you're feeling mm-hmm. at like that time and you've just kind of got to let people go through their own process of grief because obviously it's not just like a straight line you'll have really good days you'll have really bad days it's just knowing you're there for someone whether they want to be with you or not just just support them no matter what yeah I agree I agree what about you need well I just think you know you, you'll probably know the person well enough to kind of know what they need do they need space at that time you'll gauge from their reaction what they need I think and Kevin I think we're lucky enough that our friends know us well enough that they knew what we needed and how I how to support us best yeah no I agree 100% and it's all about the option it's like as I say one day I will tell you no I don't want to go out the next day but like I want to go out it's it's just finding that new balance isn't it because it's it's a shock to the system it's it's something that you know you've never personally for me i've never been through this level of grief before um not to bring the podcast down or anything but like it's it's just it's something new that i've never felt and it's something that new to have to deal with and i'm sure she is in the same position but yeah that's my advice um and also sort of podcast that's a distraction because <laughs> <laughs> it will be good to and it's a good way of talking as well because a a lot of people i would hope that you know i hope people who are there in grief don't just sit there alone and deal with it themselves that you know you need to have people around you and if you want to talk you can talk if you don't you don't but it's good to have the option and that's what you need and you know we're in a lucky position we've got people around us and our friends and our family so you know it's just time and everything like that there okay the last question what to do if you're in an awkward silence? Just stay silent, like, like yeah. Now, I am a comfortable person in myself. To, if I meet someone for the first time, for example, and I experienced this funnily enough at Granny's Wake, where I was speaking to people who I don't have a lot of inter- you know, common interests with. And, you know, they're just passing on their condolences and, you know, you kind of feel like you have to speak to them for a little while because they're there and, you know, all this. And a lot of the times I don't have anything to say to these people other than thank you. (laughs) And I would then go silent because I'm just like, one, I, I, I don't have the brain capacity at that point to think of something to say to you. And it happened um uh with a particular person and it's a straight man and generally with straight men i don't really find a common ground because they're into football and things i'm not into but that doesn't really mean i can still i can talk to anybody at that time i wasn't in the mood and i'm comfortable with silence i i don't find it awkward i am very comfortable if i don't have anything to say to you i don't have anything to say i'm comfortable sitting in your company but not speaking but a lot of people aren't comfortable with silence they feel like they have to splutter out some shit 
to try and say something, try and connect because they're so insecure with silence. But I'm perfectly okay. So I want to, if anyone is ever speaking to me in the future and we are sitting there and you have nothing to say, I am fine with that. I prefer it actually. So this forced conversation about like, and when do you need it? What are you doing over in Liverpool? And when did you, when did you get married? And like all these questions, it's like, I'm fine. What are you doing as a job? I'm fine. I'm fine sitting here. You don't really know me or care about my life and vice versa, darling. So I'm absolutely fine. So I think more people need to grow accustomed to awkward silences. We, we don't need to be speaking yeah. 24-7. Do you know what I mean? What do you guys think? Should you be making yourself a snack? <laughs> Getting a chocolate brioche roll. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, what is she at? The noise? Oh, what was that really noisy, was it? I just, I could rustle in, yeah. She don't believe in awkward silence anyway. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, hungry. I agree with what you said. You said, Kevin, I do like to sit in silence. I know I'm quite a bit of a chatterbox, I am, but I can happily sit in silence at the same time. If I'm comfortable with the person, sorry, if I'm comfortable with the person, I don't mind sitting in silence. But if I don't really know you that well, like I am, I'm so guilty of like not knowing what to do and just filling it with like, and obviously whenever I'm on the podcast, it's so long, like I can talk and talk and talk. Yeah. So when I'm around someone, I don't really know that when I'm in silence, I just, I just have such a bad habit for just chatting shit. Just to like fill the space. Yeah, no, no, I know. But it, I think that comes with age though. Not to like say you're young, like either, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But I think I just come with age because when I was younger, I would have been the same. Yeah. Now I just don't give a shit. I'm just like, I don't care if you think I'm stuck up because I'm not speaking. Yeah. I don't care that you think I'm rude or ignorant. I just have nothing to say to you. And it's going to hurt my head trying to relate to you and say something. I just don't care. Like, I was like, going to say that I think it's come with age because I, as I'm getting older, I am do that a lot more. Mm. Mainly because I'm so tired, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> we have to think enough. <laughs> like doing this for three years and then coming off this podcast and having to speak to the other half is just like I'm already going to say to Nick, like I'm all talked out and I just want to go bed. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> no, <poor> <laughs> Nick. <laughs> I mean, he went to work all day, so we can't think that much about his birthday, to be honest. Um, but yeah, sit in silence, embrace the silence, because believe you me, there'll be times in your life where you wish you had silence, and you don't. But then again, there are times when there's silence and you won't talk, and so it's kind of, you know, you know, ebbs and flows, doesn't it? But enjoy the silence when you can, that's my, that's my, my whole thing. You don't want too much silence. But if you know, but if it's an awkward silence and it's someone you've just met, it doesn't matter. It means they're not meant to be part of your life. Who cares? Yeah. It's a work colleague you've met at a conference. Who the fuck gives a shit? <laughs> I would say if you want to avoid an awkward silence, get drunk because then you'll just talk shit. <laughs> um, does anyone have any other advice on that topic or anything else we've talked about on this episode? Bab. Okay. So we've come to the end of the podcast. It's been another long one. <laughs> this is a standard. Like I, the shortest episode was an hour and eight minutes, and that was with Mel and Sarah Dillon. And I don't know how we ever got it that short. I don't no know. Idea. I do not know. But 
I'd like to thank Ellie and Emily and Shanice, the sibling rivalry podcast week. Um, if you're listening this far, thank you very much. Please like Emily's disappeared. You're gone a bit too early. I've not let me finish in lines. Um, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Please like the podcast. Please share the podcast. Please review. Give us five stars on all good podcasting services, apps, websites, whatever you listen to them on. It helps us get discovered. Yada, yada, yada. Um, always take your milk thistle. Drink responsibly. One final toast to Granny Lizzie. Hope she's enjoyed the podcast wherever she is. And see you on the next one. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs>